Hey, Brightsiders. Even the East Coast might have got this episode on time. I at least am uploading it the night before as when I'm recording this, and I'm only a little drunk. But by the way, uh, hold on, what is this whiskey I have? I would like to give it an endorsement so that they sponsor this podcast. Basil Hayden's Dark Rye Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. Boy, and that says a lot because I'm an alcoholic and I went to that McAllen Manor thing last week at the Greystone Manor, if you haven't seen my Instagram, which if you're not following me, what the fuck's wrong with you? I post a lot of funny things and sexy pictures of myself. Yeah, I am one of those people that does like looking at sexy pictures of myself, despite only being slightly narcissistic, but, you know, I do think I'm pretty great. But enough about me, although, is it? This is my podcast. But I do talk about other things and have other people on here because I'm not that narcissistic. Again, as I say, only a 14. Take the test yourself at drdrew.com. Or, I don't know. I don't know if it's on his website. I always just Google Dr. Drew Narcissism Test so you know the number. And call people by that number because that's just how we are. We are just fucking numbers. Now, we aren't. But, you know, this episode, as you may notice, I do get a little political. Because we talk about the impeachment, but mostly as a segue for me to endorse Pluto TV and talk about the Trump roast from, like, 2011. I clearly like things that happened a long time ago, and I I make a pretty good joke, so I won't spoil that. But yeah, about how it didn't age well, you know, except one thing or one person, whatever. But it is what it is. Yeah, so I get political. I talk about vaping and how, as you may know, I'm pretty well an advocate for it because that's the only way I'm able to travel. And we get into George Carlin and what he said that had gone viral about, you know, sort of punching down as people quote unquote call it. And we don't get too much into like, you know, the the differences because you know me, I'm like people should have their opinions and and if you you write a joke it is a joke and it and if it's the intent is to be funny then that's fine but you know it it, it really is hard to split hairs in comedy and you know it, but it's sort of like with pornography wasn't it justice scalia or clarence thomas that said i could probably look this up since i'm recording right now i can edit out this lull part so i can be right and sound super smart But yeah, like, I don't know, I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it. Wasn't that the quote? Yeah. But that's how I feel about comedy. And that's why there is a difference in what Dave Chappelle does and Shane Gillis. Not McGillis, that's the chick from Top Gun, apparently. I think I screwed that up on the last one, but again, who cares? Uh, Again, because, like, who cares about this? It is what it is. I'm just talking to a void for this part. But, yeah, some people might be listening. Um, But, yeah, while I'm vamping on this Supreme Court quote, I'm sorry, guys. I think I got this from Family Guy episode. So be clear that that, much like everything else on this podcast, I get it from Family Guy, not actually anything smart. Or Van Wilder. Ryan, movie starring Ryan Reynolds. And I'm pretty sad about Deadpool 2 going off of uh, HBO Go. That's why I had to watch it one last time. And for some reason, my internet was not... Oh, the funny thing is, I was not 
at all correct. I picked some newer Supreme Court justices, again, because I only know things from Family Guy. But it was Justice Potter Stewart, to describe his threshold test for obscenity, said, I shall not attempt today further to define the kinds of material I understand to be embraced within that shorthand description, hardcore pornography. <laughs> it's pretty funny reading this on Wikipedia. And perhaps I could never succeed in, in intelligibly doing so. But I know it when I see it, and the motion picture involved in this case is not that. Well, there you have it, folks. I learned something in this intro and quoted it correctly. And this is what happens when you know most of the smart things you know, despite having a high IQ, which I talk about in this episode, and why, <laughs> why I have a sympathy for psychopaths, I guess, is that I learned most things from Family Guy. And I talk about the Family Guy porn in this a little bit. I recommend watching it. It is on Pornhub. It is not as funny as Family Guy, but there is more nudity? I don't know. But, yeah, pretty disappointing overall. Hate to say spoiler alert, but James Dean plays Crackmire, so it's kind of interesting. I don't know why I got into this tangent on here, and even in the outro, as you may notice, I'm just apparently obsessed with Family Guy porn. But, enough about that. We solved the Supreme Court case. I learned something. And now you get to enjoy this whole episode. So, see you next Tuesday, folks. Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by... Pink Honey Collective, the leading self-care brand in the CBD industry with a mission to provide high-quality CBD goodies for all of the busy bees who believe in holistic healing. You can grab your bath, beauty, and wellness products for you and your pet at www.pinkhoneycbd.com and get 20% off with code BRIGHTSIDE. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pink Honey CBD and Pink Honey Collective. That's promo code BRIGHTSIDE, one word, at pinkhoneycbd.com. Psychology, turn your attention to me, because I'm not just really high. I'm joking about I'll be a crime. It's just what I have to say, and I've got a master's degree. Now on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Mrs. Brightside. Alright, like, uh, we're starting because we were just having too many good conversations uh, without it. As you know, since you obviously clicked on this podcast, maybe you're subscribed. If not, you should do that. That way you know when you get these. But enough of me blabbering on about that. You're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And yeah, that's right. Smooth jazz vocals going all on. But you know, since I'm Lucretia Lyon, I don't just talk into a void, except for probably the first 15 minutes you'll hear of this, just because I listen to too much Mark Merritt. But yeah, like, I have a guest here who was having an interesting conversation before. Hi. Who, introduce yourself. I'm Ron Swallow, uh, right. host of Nerd Goat Podcast. As you know, you've been on our podcast. Yes, to talk about the real Nerd Goat that is John Constantine. It was a great conversation. I talk a lot about John Constantine on this podcast, too. That's totally understandable. I'm, I'm starting to think that I should make, like, bingo cards for people, like, <laughs> on Instagram, for just, like, the shit that I say, like, the over and over, like, constantly talking about Constantine, 
or like if I mention Supernatural or Scott Foley or just or Matchbox Twenty. There's a lot of stupid things that I like that come up frequently. Oh, or cool. Cougar Town. Yeah. I love Supernatural. You know that. Oh yes, I yeah, know. That's one of my uh, favorites. As you Actually, see, it is my favorite TV the show. The Supernatural Shrine is up there. That yeah. Is awesome. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Worthy. How are you going to do this year since it'll be I'm our gonna last? going to be very sad. I know. Like, I, Crisis, I'm going to cry. Like, you For know. Sure. And then Supernatural. So, like, it'll be like that time that my mom called me to ask how I was doing when the Emmy montage, it was the year that, like, How I Met Your Mother, Cougar Town, Sons of Anarchy, basically every show I really liked was gone, and there was, like, this Emmy in memoriam of, like, the shows that ended that year, and then my mom calls and is like, are you, how you doing? Like, like, I, <laughs> like I've lost, you know, my family member. <laughs> well, hey, you know, some of those t- shows will, like, get through, get you through a lot of stuff. For oh, yeah. me, it was books, but, like, I totally get that, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're, like, wanting to live in a different world, you got this different, like, thing that's happening and stuff. It makes a huge difference in, in like, like getting through bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, it really does. Um, television has gotten me through a lot more bullshit than any person. And I know that <laughs> sounds sad, guys, but... And, too, I probably have... My longest relationship in my life has been that with General Hospital. Oh, and, General uh, you know, Hospital, huh? Yes, I, I think I watched Days of Our Lives for a short period of time. I had a like, when I had Jensen a job Ackles was, like, was on there. Actually, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, I was like uh, Eric Brady, and it was like just it was just what was on, and we did. Yeah, like, I think at that time cable barely existed, so it was like I just didn't have it, and was just watching what was ever what whatever there was on, and that was the General Hospital or Maury or something <laughs> yeah. like that or. Who's the other guy? Jerry Springer. Yeah. I don't watch that shit. So, General Hospital, much better. Yeah, that's the thing. Is, Not good. Yeah, the soap operas are much better acting. And because people don't realize a lot of those daytime shows, those are just actors. These aren't real people with problems. Yeah, they just. You know, when you work in Hollywood, people. you learn. It is just trash people who will take 75 bucks to go make an ass out of themselves. Yeah. I know. Um, I, mean, I've I need 75 bucks. That. If any yeah. of you guys need me, no. Yeah, I was like, I've never done anything that low, but I have been in the audience for those types of things, and yeah. Pitt got paid to clap. Yeah. Like, that, while low, not that bad. No, not nearly as I bad. still do that, because I still need money. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually not too bad. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever done audience work, people out there doing the listening, yeah. it's, it's, if you haven't, it's actually pretty fun. Like, you generally yeah, so, go watch a show, yeah. and sometimes it's fine, and sometimes it's good. A lot of times they feed you, and then you, you clap. Yeah, like you literally... And they they get, give you money. Yeah, they give you cash at the end of the day, or at least the shady ones I'll work with, um, yeah. and you just get paid uh, to clap. Uh, the other day, they, they they like you not to, like, mention any names, but, you know, you can DM me on, like, you know, so yeah, on the yeah. down low. But uh, some of the shows I've worked on the other day, it was, like, Pete Holmes and Whitney Cummings and Cameron Mannheim, like, were, like, wow. the celebrity guests, and I'm like, it was fun. You're like, okay, I'm getting, like, a free comedy show. I'm like, great, yeah. like... And, like, the, there's always, like, a comedian who's a warm-up. I've tried to get one of those jobs. Those Ooh, the do real you remember who it was? Did they say her name? Um, like, I'm forgetting this guy. I think it was Frank something. But, yeah, like, he was pretty good. But I, there's one who I literally refer to as the hot one. And we all know which one it is, the people <laughs> who do this. It's like, yeah, the guy from America says, oh, please don't listen to this. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Because I've described him as hot in an Eric Stoltz kind of way. And people look at me weird, and I'm like... No, no, no I we, get that. 
when you realize like that who my celebrity crushes are, if you've ever listened to this podcast, you'll know it because I've described it as my hot sleazy scale is the new name. It used to be the Joel McHale spectrum with the Dexter diagonal. But oh, the hot sleazy scale, I think, I listened really... to a little bit of your podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, like, I, I listen that. to your bullshit. You know? No, no, that was cool. I know. Hey. But, yeah. I'm like Barney on How I Met Your Mother. I like to objectify people with visual aids. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. perfect. I yeah. totally understand that. Cool. You get the hot sleazy scale. Oh, like I do. Bob yeah. Odenkirk's on one side, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, if that's what you're into, mine's like... Um, yeah, like if you've ever played mine's a probably lawyer. Like, is yeah. it between goth oh. and... Um, nerd goth nerd almost yeah like it's for celebrity crushes like we're Aubrey talking... Plaza would be on there yes. yeah or Avril Lavigne maybe I don't know uh, yeah, yeah. problem is that uh, Avril Lavigne lied to me about her age when I did her uh, uh, music video one time yeah I like that you said her music me video that the was fuck out yeah that so, is weird uh, I was like I didn't know what her age was until I went back and found out who she was and she and she might have just been uncomfortable because we were all in our 20s yeah um but like you know, she was like excited. It was her first video. It was Skater Boy. Uh, and I was hired to rollerblade uh, in that video. I have no idea. I haven't watched it, so I don't think I'm actually in it. But uh, I was rollerblading and hanging out and whatever. And she sat with us and was just chatting with us. Was, she wasn't famous at this point. Yeah, because I believe that was her first hit. Because people used to think that I was like her. And if Elon Musk thinks that, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I've got a little bit of a thing for Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah like, because they dated, and I'm, I'm hotter than she is. Elon and Musk I dated people. Avril Lavigne? I know. Um, and it's like, really, dude? Like, and I'm sure I'm smarter, too. She's but. a little thinner than I would like, personally. Yeah. I'm not, like, super into thin girls. Although, I did like Christina Ricci. That yeah. was my... Again, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hot. But I also kind of liked her when she was a little chubbier, personally. Yeah. That's my... Not that she was ever chubby, by the way. Let's be clear. Yeah, she has a nice round face. Yes. Like, yeah. Which so. I'm glad that guys are into that, because I too have that. Which, like, so maybe like Allison Hannigan. Yeah. Because that's who I would get as a kid. I even had to just get a shirt that said, In this one time, at Bankap. <laughs> because everyone said that to me. But yeah, and too, she's played like a hot goth chick. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I like her. And she dated Ginger Fish from Marilyn Manson. No. Yeah, because I, I actually had a crush on Ginger Fish too, so that okay. really made me happy. Because I was like, like mm. maybe one day. I know. It's like, mm, Ginger Fish from uh, Marilyn Manson. The drummer was hot, guys. Like, and he actually looked sort of normal. He actually had a, he kind of looked like Deacon Frost. Isn't you know, that Stephen interesting Dorf? how drummers most of the time kind of look like regular dudes? They might yeah. have long hair or whatever, but mostly just look like regular dudes. Yeah, because they're it's back always there, the guitarists or the fucking whatever, yeah. and the tattoos and the muscles. Yeah, because you don't really have to have that affect. Yeah. yeah, you're drumming. Like, yeah, you're back there and you're just chilling. They also almost all drum without their shirts. So I know, but it's because it's hot back there. Yeah. Like, and, and, and freedom two, of movement. Yeah, and they've got you know usually because they're drummers they got rocking you know upper bodies and yeah. or you know they're really skinny one. Like, yeah. I used skinny. to have uh, both of that. No, <laughs> not so much anymore. Yeah, I know. Like because I'm poor. Uh, is why I'm trying intermittent fasting, quote unquote, <laughs> or uh, like a diet. So that's really working. And also, because since I can't afford to drink as much beer, that works out. Like, perfectly. yeah, like I'm like, dude, you know how to lose weight? Be poor. Yeah, it's a great way to do it. <laughs> I stopped drinking soda, yeah. um, mostly because my doctor was like, "You've got to do something. You're all swollen up. Everything's bad in there." And so. Ugh, I don't know if you've ever had a life with no sugar or no caffeine, which is what I'm trying to do. 
two weeks, I want to die. Yeah, like, I've, I did a juice cleanse once, and that's literally the worst decision I've ever made in my life. That sounds like, horrible. No yeah. one should do most of those cleanses, by no. the way. Like, because it was just like, you... It's like, yo, you can eat some almonds. And I'm like, those almonds <laughs> never tasted so goddamn good. Like, or the, the I actually like almonds. Yeah. It's like, I like almonds too. But yeah. I'm like, I never liked them as much as I did that in like five days. <laughs> but I will say, the fact that I was able to do that shows that I have willpower. Yeah. But, yeah, like it was pretty horrible. And that's what I say to people. It's like, mm, like the no sugar, no grain thing. Like, I can't do that because I love Chinese food and beer more than anything. Okay. So I have figured out a way how I can have that. Is like only eat that when <laughs> Chinese food and beer. Yeah. yeah, they should only eat that all yeah, the time. Yeah, only that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But only do it like once a day. Yeah. And then you're fine. And two, like falafel. Because I, lo- I have like a pretty unhealthy relationship with falafel. Like it makes me feel terrible, but I love it so much. It I calls just keep you names it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it keeps like trying to control you and stuff, but you're like, well, yeah. all right, fine. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like it just makes me, and I'm like, nope, it's delicious. Ah. And then two, if I eat it, I won't feel like eating the rest of the day. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you've solved your, all of the problems. I know. I'm like, these. this is like great dieting advice. Maybe I should like tag that people. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. should definitely don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> people will die. No, yeah. I know. Because like, I was, I've been doing a rewatch of Six Feet Under with my mom who'd never seen it. Oh, okay. Um, and in I Texas. never watched it fully, but I, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, it was, it's great, because, like, um, but, yeah, because she was a bit fan of Peter Krause, although now, after watching this, she is not, she's like, you know, she's like, good thing he's great on 911, because I hate him on this show, <laughs> and I didn't realize how much I hated Nate, but that wasn't the point I was going to make. I just really, you know, forgot how glad I was when he died. <laughs> D- diet. What? Dieting? What? Yes, the dieting. Uh, when uh, Brenda, his wife who's uh, trying to be, like, a psychologist, is t- working as an intern at this college, and they're talking about, like, the all the bulimics and everything, and she's like, this one girl just drinks two beers a day and, and eats a candy bar every day. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm super jealous of this person. Because <laughs> if I could do that and be skinny, boy, would my life be much better. I mean, I used to eat, like, I was, this is the first time I've ever been chubby. Like, I... Uh, thirty till thirty seven. Yeah. I was a hundred. I was a hundred and twenty pounds from eighteen to twenty five. Then I was like gained ten pounds, and I was a hundred and thirty till like five years. Then I gained another five pounds. I got a, and now I got up to one fifty like at thirty seven. Then all of a sudden I'm at like one seventy five, and that was like very fast. It was like two years. Oh. I gained twenty five fucking pounds. So like you know. That's just, I'm old, 42, that's what, what happens, you know, eventually. But I used to eat whatever the fuck I wanted, and I miss those days. I know, me too, because, like, me, me and my brother were very skinny kids, and he stayed skinny up until recently, and honestly, the fact that he's getting a little bit of a beer belly is one of the greatest moments of my life, because awesome. he used to rub it in, because, like, uh, when I was, you know, of course, as girls, when you hit puberty, like, you know, and I had huge boobs, so, like, other things started filling out, like, and, and you know, but luckily, after I got into a little weight, then I got a drug problem, lost it again, nice. then I went to college, you know, freshman 15, then I lost it again, because I became a vegan, 
the hippie ass vegan, and then, you know, started eating meat again, gained it back. So it's like, you know, kind of like just dealing with my life in general. It's like a roller coaster. It's like, boop, boop, back Woo. down. Woo. Well, some of the stuff finances. we were going to talk about, I think, yeah. uh, will go with this, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, speaking of roller coasters of life, uh, mm-hmm. maybe in, we should talk about the impeachment thing, maybe. Yes. Um, yeah, like this roller coaster uh, that is Trump. And what a great day to talk about this, because earlier, I, uh, as I say, I don't have cable because I'm poor. I've been watching a lot of Pluto TV, uh, which uh, I hope they like their fake ads that I'm putting in here. Um, <laughs> and then oh, if they want to hire me are? for stuff, uh, well, the, I, it even says that they don't endorse this podcast, but yeah. yeah, I do. I just copied Adam's copy and then did it myself. That's hilarious. Um, in hopes that they would want to pay for advertising because I'm about to give them a huge, a huge endorsement. Yeah. A huge bump. Yeah. Because like. Getting the Mrs. Brightside bump. On the Comedy Central channel, they've been replaying the Comedy Central roast, you know, because they just had the one with Alec Baldwin, which was yeah. great. And I've been, uh, the only one I hadn't seen recently all the way through, because Charlie Sheen's my favorite, because um, again, had, yeah. and then that one, and then the James Franco one, those two are really funny, but I hadn't watched the Trump one all the way through in a while. And it's so great to see the two sexiest men alive destroy our current sitting president. But the only thing in that that aged well was Anthony Cheselnik. Because, <laughs> boy, is it, like, hilarious. Because this was apparently, because bef- I'm like, it was before he ra- really ran for president. It was when he, in 2012, was going to go against Obama. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, oh, wow. Because some of the jokes are like, yeah, like, this is, you're delusional. This is never going to happen. Like, and I'm like, boy, boy, has time changed. Whoa, like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> and now I want to go back and rewatch that because that shit's oh, nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious, too. Because, like, a lot of the jokes and up and down. And it's, like, a good dais. Like, Ray um, Geraldo's on that one, isn't he? Uh, no, because actually that's one of the jokes is Anthony's only there because this was the one after Greg died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, that that was a little hard. Like, because that was sort of the thing is the, the somber notes of, because it yeah. was, like, pretty I close love after Geraldo. me. Me too, yeah. I always loved the roast. Like, and because I was the same, I'm a big Adam Carolla fan, and he was a part of a lot of the earlier, you know, ones, like, when it became a bigger deal on yeah. Comedy Central. But, yeah, like, just watching this. And my one of the funniest things to me is who's in the audience and who's cheering. Because... Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are like front and center, clapping, clapping, and, and I'm like, are, boy, has time changed. They are activists yeah. against that dude. Yeah, that's... and I'm like, and that's why I say it's so interesting to watch something like that. But the one joke that, as I say, you know, not just looks wise, Anthony's joke was like very poignant and probably the only one that actually aged well is when he says the only difference between Trump and Michael Douglas and Wall Street is people won't be sad when he gets cancer. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's the only one that really aged with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Justin like is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, did you see Fire in the Maternity Ward? Yes. Yeah, it was good. Like, and we've talked about the Chappelle special Sticks and Stones as ad nauseum on here, but I'm like, to, to me, those two are perfect examples of what perfect stand-up looks like. <laughs> well, uh, and yeah. also, though, it's interesting because, okay, 
this is mm. we're I mean now we're very into possibly the George Carlin thing, but because mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between what Jesselnik does and what uh, Chappelle did in this new special. So Jesselnik is offensive. That yeah. is his job. That is his whole persona. Everything he yeah, that's does his character. is supposed yeah. to be offensive. Yeah. That's not who he is as a person in any way, shape, or form. Every joke that he does is all fake. It's all just well-written jokes that he doesn't believe in in the least. And so that's fine because that's what he's doing. The biggest problem you get when you talk about um, Dave Chappelle is that he's supposed to be a truth-to-power type of guy. So if you're a truth-to-power type of guy and you go up there and say a bunch of sort of like ignorant shit about people, what that means to everybody is that that's the shit you believe. And that's where you become, where it becomes difficult. Because we should all, we as comics know that in context that not all of our shit is true. We know that because we're writing jokes and sometimes the best joke is just where the best joke goes. And sometimes it's not true or sometimes it's only partially true. We know that. But when other people listen to shit like that, they think they'll see a guy like Dave Chappelle and they'll be like, oh, I fucking like how this guy thinks. (laughs) Gay people do only think this way. Trans people are weird. You know, like, that's the type of shit that regular people will think. And it puts you, everybody, in a weird position, because what? Is Dave Chappelle supposed to be responsible for people's behavior? No. No. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. He's a guy telling jokes. But at the same time, it's one of those things where you go, like, no one's ever told him no. After after Chappelle was, the special was such a success, no one's ever said to him, do you really believe this stuff? Because nobody challenges anybody, right? Yeah. Like, if, if I'm friends with Dave Chappelle, I'm going to have a conversation about how he doesn't understand how trans people work. No, I'm not having that conversation, mm-hmm. right? And I think that same thing, Eddie Murphy's a little more aware of that. Eddie Murphy was talking about, uh, in Seinfeld, uh, the driving... Yeah, the comedians in cars comedians getting coffee. He's talking about how he could never test material once he got famous. He said one time that he didn't say a word for 20 minutes. While he was on stage, he just made two or three faces, and each time people laughed like it was the funniest shit they'd ever heard. <laughs> Anything he said, people yeah. laughed at. They just liked him so much and thought of him and all the other things that he did. And he's regrets a lot of the shit that he did from his old albums, and it's like not only apologized for it, but like donated to a bunch of foundations and stuff like that because he just was like, I was an asshole, and nobody had ever told me anything about what I was doing. And either nobody's had conversations with Dave Chappelle about how all of that shit works, um, or no one's ever talked to him about making it about individuals. Because this is just my opinion. Um, And by the way, let me be clear, that shit made me laugh the entire time. Just so we're clear. Okay, good, because I was just going to be like, whoa, because like... We've had very different it's, responses about because well, I, I had this I producer I like had a, phone in. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I had a good time. Yeah. I, it's the same it, thing with Bill Burr. Yeah. But I have, yeah. I can also, as a comic, yeah. step back and go and go. Okay, well, I see why people and as a person who yeah. hangs out with a lot of young, like millennials and shit, and who tell me why they feel the way they feel on things. And okay, I want to give you uh, the reason I think it's weird is like you know that whole thing where he was going through the letters. Yeah. And saying how they behaved. Now, he's not wrong in that some of that stuff is true. Mm-hmm. But when you paint the brush of an entire group, you're always going to be wrong. Just period. Because, but the difference is, uh, he could have said, I had these people over to my house. For one, he's an ally. He's yeah. friends with all of the oh, letters. Yeah. Absolutely. You know he's friends with all the letters. And there's different types of people in each group. So 
if you if you he could be like I have my house and you could give him names if you felt like he could just say they said this they said that you know and then you the whole thing the whole bit changes it doesn't take any more time and now it's about individual people who believe a thing instead of whole groups who believe a thing so that was my like I could see where people would get offended because he's making it about whole groups same with um some of the shit Bill Burr did where he's talking about women a lot where it's like again I get where he's coming from I have dated people who when he's talking about that that exists but I've also taught dated people who are the opposite of all that shit right so it's one of those things where like uh, I did laugh while watching both of their specials I can't help but laugh at things that I think are funny period but that also doesn't mean that it isn't a little tone deaf doesn't mean they should lose their jobs by the way yeah but it's still like one of those things and it's also um uh Intention, we, since we're talking about, we're, we're going to mention yes. Carlin. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that Carlin mentioned that yeah. I think is the most inten- important thing is intention. Yeah. If you look at Dave Chappelle, that motherfucker votes liberal. And if you believe he votes any other way, you're out of your mind. Yeah. So any of the letters that he made jokes about, he has voted for people who support those people. He has given money to people who support those people. He's taken actions that help his own people and other groups of people. The guy is doing the work, and if he makes a few jokes about it, maybe take a take a breath and relax. Yeah, and 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 I'm glad that that was sort of the conclusion because too. Also, I don't mind disagreeing at all because, yeah. I, but it is one of those things that if these people in their lives do the right thing then what they're necessarily joking about should be looked at a little bit differently. Because, too, like, are people talking about these things more because Dave Chappelle said them? Yes. Are people looking at doing better for these communities because Dave Chappelle said these things? Yes. So, don't you think he did his job? Like, a lot of these comics that joke about, about racism or say racist things are actually just kind of opening the door for us to talk about things sometimes. Not let, and because because of the way that they're doing it, we can look at it in a different through a different lens. Well, and just like to, in yeah. tension, you mentioned yeah. Shane Gillis. Yeah. Like that's the shit he said. That was just racist shit. Yeah, yeah, because that, that was the thing. Wasn't a lot of punchlines. No, there were no real jokes behind it. It wasn't even stereotypes. It was just racist. And yeah. so there's a huge difference between that and like having a good joke. Yeah, because, you know, my first inclination is, you know, a big Adam Carolla fan and, you know, definitely a proponent of free speech because of, uh, obviously, what I do and people I like. But again, as I've always said, free speech is not without consequences. And sometimes I feel like the quote-unquote cancel culture is a little extreme with trying to take people's jobs. But at the same time, I do support, if SNL wants to fire this guy... They have every right to. Yeah. But in the same, the thing with him is, I would be more supportive of his right to say what he did, and, you know. And two, he still has the right. But absolutely, he, they can't take him to jail for no. it. No. And but it is one of those things that, as a comic, it's offensive because it wasn't funny. Yeah. And, and it wasn't really a, a structured joke. I mean, and two, it's like guys, some of the things I've said on here, or certainly the people that I like and mention, I'm like they've said. You know, worse stuff, maybe, because it's like, depending on where your scale is of murder and rape and and, and jokes that involve these things, yes, could be worse. But they did them with the intention of making a joke with a punchline. 
his whole thing on the podcast wasn't a joke, and that's what it's makes just it his bad. Opinion about Asian yeah, people. exactly. It's like that's what makes that different. <laughs> yeah, there's a huge difference between that, and it's yeah. like, uh, you know, it's like, um, what's his name, Michael Richards, just yeah. yelling the N word a bunch of times. Yeah. That's he not was a just joke. real fucking mad. There yeah. was no jokes. There was just yeah. him calling people names that were racist. That was it. And that's not useful. That didn't do anything. Nobody laughed about that. Nobody thought about that. N- nope. And see, that ruined his career. And Adam's crystal brain was right. <laughs> the other thing that... Uh, we watched that Carlin thing. Yeah. The Carlin clip, right? Yeah. And he talks about, you know, like what's... Like punching down, basically. It's like yeah. comic... You know, comedy is is like making fun of the powerful. Yeah. And people have stopped doing that. Like, as much. They still do it a little bit, but it's weird when you don't make fun of the powerful, to me. When you just make fun of, like, people having a fucking hard time. Like, making fun of homeless people? Really? Yeah? That's what yeah. you're gonna do? And so you have time for that? Like, why? Uh, their lives are bad. You, <laughs> you don't need to make fun of them. They're already shitting in a trash can. Like, yep. life's not great for them. So, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I mean, I get it. Sometimes they do crazy shit, and it's funny. And if you make it in that context, and you clearly, like, not making fun of the sadness of that shit, like, unless you can do it in a way that's, I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, can you be uplifting when you're talking about people who are having a hard time? I don't know, it's one of those. I know, I actually used to have a a walking dead bit, because when I first moved to L.A., like, because in Dallas, there's homeless, but they actually do a good job of taking care of them there. I, I know that that is confusing because it's like Texas Red State. I'm like, no, the big cities are pretty good about how they take care of people because that's Southern hospitality. Unfortunately, here in California, the mayor, even Mayor Puss Garcetti, who basically is the American Justin Trudeau, does not care about homeless people because his number one job is homelessness and it is worse here than it has A, ever been, and B, uh, anywhere. Like, anywhere. I mean, Dr. Yeah. Drew and Mark Garrigus, people I like and listen to, are screaming about this, trying to do everything they can. I mean, because these are lawyers and real also, doctors. I mean, we have the fucking flag coming back. Yeah, and we and we also yeah. signed... Yeah. We also voted for a bill mm-hmm. for them to build housing. We gave them a billion dollars in taxes that we were willing to pay to help homeless people, and they haven't built a fucking house. Well, and there's so many city buildings that they already own that are vacant that they could put, because that's, and two, because the problem is here is that these people that are on the streets in L.A., like, for the most part, are all mentally ill, and that includes drug addiction, and that's why Dr. Drew is the one screaming about it. I mean, that's his number one thing, is getting these people help and and the problem here is they keep make like they try to you know say that they're helping these people but all they're doing is hurting them more by saying oh now it's not illegal to stay off the streets well sometimes you know what a lot of these cops would arrest these homeless people to give them a place to stay stay. for the night i know some i well i was not to brag guys but i was in jail for six days and i met a couple homeless dudes who were like i just made a bunch of noise so they would take me in for the night because i get to eat food and even though I'm sleeping on the floor, I'm sleeping in a building with things not raining on me or dirt or crazy people trying to murder me. And, you know, there's, it's one of those things where it's, a, it's an interesting mix because I was, I was reading that uh, there's something like 35% of the homeless population mm-hmm. who have full-time jobs. Wow. And they don't have, like, 
a real place to stay. I I don't I don't think that that like because I think that is more the homeless like because I I've heard about these statistics too and yeah. because I listen to Doctor Drew I sadly know unfortunately because as we know not just fake news about somebody else but there's a lot of like false statistics out there and that is one of those because that that apparently includes well, people that are sleeping on people's couches and that's the thirty five percent. Well, there is a percentage that's that yeah, as well, yeah, but there are also know, also yeah. people living on the street yeah. who you know. Because it's L.A., everybody's oh. transplants. Oh, yeah, there are so, people doing audience work with me that are homeless. Like, like there yeah. is some, yeah. And, and the problem is, at that point, okay, yeah. so what, how much money do you got to save yeah. up to get an apartment now? Yeah. $3,500. Yeah. You're making $100 a day. Yeah. And how are you going to get that? you yeah. got to eat. So now you're really not making $100 a day. You're probably making $50, $60, because you got to spend yeah. money on food. Um, or if you don't spend money on food, you're begging for change to get food or, you know, begging for food from yeah. people or something like that. So even if you made the $100 a day, it would take you two to three months spending zero money to save up enough money to get an apartment. So you do the combination of then, what ends up happening? Well, you do some drugs. Yeah. You drink. Yeah, because when I'm because, sad, I drink and do drugs. I mean, like, You're better and, than me, so you don't do that. But, hey, yeah. I don't know what I would do if I was on the fucking street. Yeah, though. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If I might be depressed enough where I'd yeah. be like, well, maybe I should just black out for the night so that I can fucking be... Yeah, it's like, let's slam heroin. I mean, who knows? Mind. Like, you don't know where that yeah. pushes people. And so you do the combination of all of those things, and then you have drug problems, and yeah. then you have mental illness problems, and you have people yeah. who can't afford to get the medication they need that would allow them to keep a job. My brother had that problem oh, yeah. for a little while, and he was homeless for a year. And it was just bad luck. He was in Seattle. I didn't have enough money to, to go help him. He burned the one bridge that he had. He only had one bridge in Seattle because he didn't know anybody else. And he's kind of like a weird loner guy. So he burns that bridge, gets fired from a job. He's homeless for a year. He gets another job, saves up enough money, eventually pulls himself out of it. But it took him a long-ass time to do it. And the whole time, he's like dealing with people yeah. trying to do crazy shit and like, you know wanting to drink all the time because you ended up you know having those problems it's like one of those things where like it, it doesn't take much for people to spiral yeah and if you don't help them yeah and in in giving people a hand up is you know what we look at doing and two some of these people as we say mental illness is something where you've got to get help these people yeah, by getting them medicated and and that sometimes involves a little tough love i mean it is what it is because, yeah, my dad was homeless when yeah. I was a teenager in Dallas. And, you know, it's because he burned a lot of his bridges, like like your brother, you say, and it was what it was. But as he said, you know, there he goes, there was a place for me to sleep in three, more than three free meals a day there. is like, you go into the churches, you go into like this. And, and that's what I'll say is like, there are places that do this right. And that's why he wasn't homeless for very long. And California doesn't. And, and they don't. Yeah. And it's weird because we're run yeah. by fucking Democrats. Yeah. So what's happening? Well, they're, they've moved the needle a little too far left to where, you know, because it's like, I, I'm a big fan of like Yakov Shmirov, who's kind of come back around. And it is one of those things that if you get too far over here of like lax, like I say, like making it not a crime to be on the street, even though a lot of times these cops would arrest these people to help them. They've gotten a little too much like freedom on certain aspects and, you know, a little bit too socialist, I guess, in a way. That is a problem, and sort of kind of what le honestly also leads to mental illness, drug use, things like that. Because if 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 you don't have any incentive to try, because everything is so a certain way here, then then of course, again, 
the cycle. Yeah. It's the circle of film. <laughs> You're correct. 100% correct. And it's kind of sad. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm like, um, wow, we got all onto homelessness. Yeah, uh, hey, that, yeah. that happened. I'm like, uh, yeah, George Carlin and, uh, and yeah, Trump and he said some stuff. Yeah, and some impeachment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that everybody is just like, gleeful over you know that they finally moved the needle on actually you know impeaching trump but is this enough because like that's what sucks is like oh you're like i'll believe it when i see it here's my problem because this is what i think is actually going to happen um it well my problem is that if if they let's say they act we we do impeach him let's say he gets out pence is now the president which is not yeah, great, yeah, but not great. also still better than Trump in a lot of ways. Because Just to me, he doesn't well, seem like a horrible human being like Trump well, is. A little misguided, I would say. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's yeah. like, you know, pray the yeah. gay, gay away type of guy. Yeah, like that stuff like, is not okay. He's a conservative, and I don't yeah. like most of that. Yeah. But he's also a guy who will not fuck up our foreign affairs. Exactly. Um, and he would have stayed in the Iran deal and all this other type of stuff that he would have worked with in the system to make work okay that Trump just doesn't understand. Yeah. I and mean, when it comes down to it, the guy just doesn't know how to be a, a like we all think about like, oh, well, I guess if Trump could run for president, I could run for president too. Yeah. I could totally run for president and let's say I won. I don't know how to fucking be the president. I know. I don't uh, know how to do foreign affairs. Are you fucking kidding me? The I'm, difference is that Trump thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants, and he can't. See, what's funny is I've actually thought about jokingly running for mayor me of too. Los Angeles against Garcetti, and my slogan is going to be like, look, can I do any worse? Like, <laughs> like that's really what I was going to run on and be like, look, I'm a comedian, and at least I fucking know I don't know shit. What about this asshole? I will say the like, one thing that you and I would probably yeah. do is get a team of people who are smart who would help us run the place correctly? Yeah, my traffic czar, Adam Carolla, also <laughs> my second in command, um, and my uh, homeless czar, Doctor Drew. Okay, fair enough. Um, basically, I'm just gonna hire everybody from the Adam Carolla show. I sure. Guess. I, don't I mean, but like, you know, you I'd find people who yeah. could, or you could talk to them and be like, "Who yeah. should I hire? Yeah. Who do you think would exactly. be great at this?" Oh. And they're probably involved politically enough they would go, "Oh, how about this guy?" And you could hire Dude, them. Schwarzenegger. Like, I should get him because he actually has, like, legit experience and did a fairly good job. He actually didn't bad. Yeah. He didn't do I bad at like, all. No, he's great. My life didn't change much. I will say, no. say that. But my life was, uh, has not changed much for a while, except for recently because the podcast is doing well. So that's mm. nice. Yeah, that's nice. But, um... What's that like? <laughs> it's weird, honestly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I've been doing comedy for uh, nigh on 25 years. Oh, wow. I was 16 when I started. So, uh, so I guess that's 26 years. Um, and, um, I've had success. I've been on the road as a living for a couple of years. That was nice. Uh, I paid my bills. That was great. Except for the part where I drove, uh, 85,000 miles in like a year. Oh man. Cause I was doing one nighters yeah. and I barely made enough money to do that. And while I got better doing at comedy, uh, I did not, uh, move up in my career. So... <laughs> I was still just going to do one-nighters for the next 10 years or something like that, which is not how I want to live. Um, and so I wanted to come back and do something else. Yeah, podcasting and... is way better than stand-up because I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> you know. I mean, I love doing stand-up, yeah. but the podcast will lead to me doing stand-up that makes sense. Yeah. Where I make enough money, I pay my bills, have a good time, get to talk about nerd stuff, get an audience that likes the specific style of comedy that I do rather than having to please a bunch of weirdos who show up to a comedy club randomly, um, which is a way different. Not saying I can't do that, just saying it would be nice to have fans. Yeah. And which is 
been my goal in the first place is to create a fan base uh, that likes the style of comedy I do because who wouldn't want to do something like that so you can keep doing the type of comedy you like to do, right? Yeah. Um, but um, as far as the impeachment thing goes, uh, I get worried that what's going to happen is, in the end, Pence will, if, if he gets impeached, Pence will pardon Trump and he will have no fucking consequences. And I, I know for a fact that if he gets through this and we beat him in the election in 2020, that New York will arrest him. Because they've already said that he's going to get arrested the second he steps out of the White House. Whereas if Trump, where if, if Pence decides to, you know, pardon him, he gets no consequences. So he's literally rigged an election, made a billion dollars probably in the last two and a half years off of making the government go to his fucking hotels and, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the other ways that he's enriched himself. No, that's is... the one thing I think he does that's actually brilliant. I'm like, I'll give him credit for that. It's like, oh, this is how I can funnel and make money. Like, yeah, even but, though that's, yeah. like, totally illegal. Yeah, oh, yeah, straight I mean, up. You're, it, you're, it's shady. You're, you're literally it's not supposed to do that with the presidency. That's yeah. against your... Well, literally everything Trump has done is exactly, like... But they each did one thing. All the other impeachable presidents, like, and somebody yeah. was laying it out. I wish I had that tweet. And I was like, yeah, he's really, he's done all of it. It's like, yeah. I checked all the boxes. Like, there's, Fuck like, you why people. you should impeach. Yeah. There's, like, a literal thing of yeah. why we w- would impeach the president. And he's done every single one of them. And blatantly. Not, like, subtly. It's, what's really maddening is that they didn't move on this sooner. Yeah. It is one of those things, like, what, what were they waiting on? Because it is, like, as we say... There's a lot more evidence uh, for I mean, some of these things than there were in these other cases. Yeah, like, the Mueller so, report is very yeah. clear. Like, he clearly at least committed obstruction of justice. That one's pretty obvious. And, I mean... You know, paying off Stormy Daniels, things like that. All and, of that yeah, shit, it's yeah. Like, yeah, these things are things that have got, you know, Clinton in beach. Or, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah all, all this, this shit yeah. you're not supposed to do. And it's just interesting that he's like... Well, they call him Teflon Don. He keeps getting away with everything, everything? that he's ever done. And it... It could happen again if this goes the wrong way. If it works out where he doesn't get impeached and then we beat him in the election and this helps us beat him in the election, then uh, he'll get arrested and everything may turn out fine because who knows after yeah. that, there'll still be a trial and there'll still be things that have to get done oh, and he still may get away with is. it when he may plea bargain and just give a billion dollars or whatever to the government or whatever. But who knows? Like, yeah. I still want him to go on trial, and I want him to have consequences. Because if he has no consequences, you you can promise, I can promise you that every president we ever get from here on out will do whatever the fuck they want to do. Well, yeah, and, and as someone who doesn't watch reality TV, but I have seen all of Unreal, which, you know, is close enough, uh... How reality TV works, right, is there is an ending to all this bullshit. And, like, you know, whether it's, like, The Hills, uh, and I just know this, guys, because I watched The Soup, and my roommates forced me to watch that show, like, a handful of times. Um, but, yeah, like, they sort of ended it ambiguously, like, oh, was it real? Was it not? We all know it's bullshit because we live in Hollywood. Yeah. But this is what I'm wondering. Is this the ending to this reality show that we call America? Is that he gets arrested and actually faces some consequences, and there is this circus trial or what? Or like, or are we gonna have like an Epstein-like ending? I'm kind of fine with either. I mean, I mean honestly, like, yeah. I don't care how, as long as there's some kind of consequence. Yes. Yeah. I just don't know if there will be, and that's what makes me the yeah. most nervous: is that 
then people, because I can't tell you. Because you look at Weinstein, he may get off and not light a plant. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it's sad because there was so much, uh, like, that they thought they'd get him on, and a lot of it's been dismissed already. And that's the sad thing is, is like, you're like, we, because, you know, Cosby at least got some of got his due, time. which was caught. great. Yeah. And, there was and, evidence. Yeah, it's like, good. Like, and we're seeing some, you know, but then you still got Brian Singer out there. Or, you know, it is one of those things that, you know, you, you get Kevin one, Spacey. you lose one. Yeah. Is Kevin Spacey going to go to jail? Oh, uh, no. Like, his, the, the, but there is a case in London. That, so he may go there. But I know that the one here was dismissed because, sadly, like, it, it should have been. It wasn't, you know, an act. There were text messages. And it is one of those things that... Yeah. And that's, to me, the worst part about a lot of this is the stuff, like with Weinstein, some of these were cases where they had ulterior evidence, and you're like, oh, this sucks. Because you know that there's a lot of reality in that, and yeah. that he I've, is a predator. I've, I've heard some people who say, yeah. though, that he legitimately thought that all those women wanted to fuck him. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's, that's delusion. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, that, I can't even imagine living in a world where I am a fat weird-looking piece of shit who thinks that women want to fuck me for anything else but my power. So you would never teach yoga because that's like the, the Bikram yoga guy. You want to hear some delusional shit. Oh, like, yeah. read any quote from him. Oh, actually, you know what? I don't know anything about it. the Bikram yoga guy. Yeah, because like, talk about I don't narcissism. Even know what, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, he like he was accused of rape um, like of like a lot of like his students or whatever and like Whoa. the shit that he said is like yeah, of course these women want my sperm. These people will pay like ten, uh, twenty million dollars for my sperm, and it's just like, what the fuck, like, and like, just. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm like, God, I should find. I'd never heard about that guy. Yeah. He's like a he's guy who awful. ran. He's like yeah, a yogi who ran like a big Bikram yoga yeah, studio he, or something. Yeah, he was the creator of Bikram yoga. Oh which wow, is like, he's the fucking creator. Because I I love Bikram yoga, but this makes you like yeah. disgusted. Because you got Bikram Chandri, or I'll butcher it. Sorry, but yeah, and I'm like, wait, I probably shouldn't have done the voice in his accent, but it's one of those things, and I was like, wait. That's what he sounds like. Sorry. I didn't even hear you do an accent. Okay, good. Then <laughs> I'm like, God, myself out. But yeah, I'm like trying to find like some of the quotes because it was so awful. But yeah, basically he. It was... also kind of sucks because you think this guy because a lot of people feel like Bikram yoga is like a spiritual yeah. thing, right? So then you find out that the guy invented it is this fucking crazy ass narcissist. Yeah. That'd be like if people found out that Jesus was a narcissist. Yeah. For Wait. a lot of Catholic Christians, he may yeah. be. Nobody met him. We don't find him. I don't know. Any dude that's like, I am the son of God. Maybe, maybe you're a narcissist. I don't know. Maybe. That's a good argument there. Oh, I just thought that was funny. That's yeah, crazy. I'm not but really yeah, seeing it big easy, worry. but it's like, that's fucked up. That's my big worry uh, uh, of, of, of everything is that it, he will just get off and have no consequences somehow. He'll get out of this and be fine. Yeah. And, and he doesn't deserve to be because he fucked our country. Yeah, it's, like, not cool. And now, a word from our sponsors. Pluto TV, the leading streaming television service. Watch over 100 channels and thousands of movies on demand completely free. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. Pluto TV is easy, completely legal, and it's the best way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. You never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. Not sure what you're waiting for? You can be rolling in a matter of moments. Download Pluto TV for free 
on all your favorite devices. Do it today, including your phone and Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, Playstations, and anywhere else you stream. It is the best. It is Pluto TV. Pluto TV did not pay for this ad and does not endorse Mrs. Brightside in any way. All opinions expressed on this podcast are endorsed by the host only and should not affect your decision to download Pluto TV. But yeah, it is one of those things that that's what I'm worried about too. Is like, is this really going to do anything? I mean, I don't because know. Because we've, I mean, you know. I think he'll get beat. Whether you thought Clinton was a good president or not, because I certainly thought he was a good president. Yeah. He, did, he did a lot of stuff that we don't even, I mean. Here's the thing, is Epstein was friends with both of them, and Clinton, in a way, got away with it. I mean, and certainly in the way that, like, Dude, the Monica, Monica Lewinsky was treated was pretty deplorable. Horrible. Horrible. And, and, like, things like that, and you're like, he got away with it, so with Trump, you're like, yes, we're all against him, unlike at that time, where some people had his back, but at the same time, money buys Well, that. And, yeah. and that's the big issue, because this is what I think is the problem, is that he gets away with that... And regular people give up. Because you start yeah. looking at that stuff and you go, what's the fucking point? point. Yeah. Which people are going to do whatever the fuck they want and I just have to sit here and be poor and fucking bear, try to survive? I think eventually it could wear down people. And that's the saddest part to me. Well, is that you start this, looking... like American Revolution again. Yeah, yeah, you can't have a revolution without people who are in, like, pumped up enough to do something. Yeah. And... Either the I think I'm worried more about like people getting sadder than angrier. Yeah. I'm 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 more worried that people will just be like, oh, I, well, this has now happened how many times? Well, how many of these guys are gonna keep doing this shit and have nothing happen to them? It's sort of like the way you know the fall of communism in a way, and sort of that way that people got is like everything just you know there were no consequences, no good or bad, like, yeah. and that's sadly why I don't want to see that happen in this country yeah. either, and. And two, Agreed. a lot of people are pulling us into the direction of that and that, you know, there is no hope. There is no, like, you know, everyone's going to get the same beat or, you know, in the way that these people are going to go on and with no consequences and you just have to deal with it. Yeah, and they just like, get to live in mansions and yeah. fucking get blowjobs from whoever and yeah. do whatever they want and be on a yacht and and they did crimes. Yeah. Where, yeah. Whereas, I, like, some guy who steals a fucking pack of gum goes to jail for two years because he's black, and uh, that's what you do. It's like, what the fuck? And, and, two, it's like, I think Biden said, like, nonviolent offenses shouldn't be in jails and stuff, and it's like, yeah. yeah. And to me, that includes stuff like Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughman and things like that, because, it's like, you want them to pay. I actually agree with that. Yeah, you want them to pay fines. You want them, and, like, I guess that's why Adam I didn't like $15,000 for a fine, though. Yeah, it's like, yeah, should be more or things like that. But these people do work, and they do pay taxes. Yeah. So, like, that, even with tax evasion people, it's like, okay, you put them in jail, like, then they're not going to be paying taxes. Force them to fucking work and pay tax. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. that sounds a lot better than these people being in jail. Because, again, sorry, guys, but Aunt Becky and uh, Lynette from Desperate Housewives shouldn't be in jail and just like a guy who stole a candy bar or whatever, you know? Yeah, and, and $15,000, yeah. though, means nothing. Yeah, them. it's like we it's should like have a dollar more consequences. Yeah. But, yeah. But, and that's what I'll say is... Maybe we should just modify the cruel and unusual punishment because people seem to think it's unusual to punish people with funny things. Like, and that's the thing is like, make Felicity Huffman star in a Lifetime movie, and all the proceeds go to the you know, yeah. you know, just go to a college foundation. Yeah, 
Exactly. Whatever it is, make yeah. these funnier ideas. Make make ten. Make her have to pay for somebody's, um, a, yeah, a scholarship for so, a poor kid. Yeah. For the next ten years. See, that's a bit good idea. And these are unusual punishments. But I would love also, something like that. Yeah. See, that's because that's what I always like when you have the judges who like in typically with juvenile courts or do something funny. And I'm like, yeah. people will always give people shit. I'm like. No, that's a good idea. You want to shame this kid? Like, you know, make him wear a sign? Okay, like, you know, that's fine. Like, that's a better consequence than putting somebody away or, like, things like that. Well, especially because putting people away usually doesn't help. No. It usually doesn't do anything for them. It's very rare that someone goes, oh, I learned a lesson after being in jail for two years. They usually go, oh, I'm better at crime. Also, now that I'm out, I have no job. What the fuck am I going to do? Oh, I guess go commit more crimes. See, my cousin was my pot dealer when I was in uh, high school, and, you know, every time he went to jail, he it was funny to see him pack his shoes full of bars and other things, like, that he could get into jail, so he would still have drugs, and, like, he would go to jail for a little bit and come back out and still sell weed or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like, or whatever he got arrested for. It's like, people don't really change, guys, like, and, and too, nothing wrong with selling weed, um, but, and I love how I say bars, I'm like, for, for those of you who don't know, bars is a slang term for Xanax, because the uh, name brand Xanax is like, you know, a four, like a long bar with four pieces. Hence I didn't know that name. at all. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, for a second, I thought drug. you were talking about heroin, and no. I was like, oh, your cousin brought in heroin. No, luckily, that was the thing, is he never did heroin, That's like, good. um, because most people, that's just real I do. Yeah, because once oh. somebody did that, they just went down that hill, like my sister in law. Yeah, that's like the opioid crisis yeah. as well, by the way. Like, those oh, yeah. motherfuckers are going to get away with everything. They, they, they're they not going for Those guys yeah. should go to jail. Yeah, they, they should. Those guys should go to jail. How many people did they get murdered, basically? They murdered those people. I'm sorry. Yeah. They pushed oh, addictive yeah. drugs onto people that they knew could kill them. Oh, yeah. Well, because the thing Crazy. with the opioid crisis, this is why I love Dr. Drew, like, really screaming about this, too, because he's like, my profession is responsible for a lot of this. And he goes, in the because a lot of this stuff about it being addictive and shoving into the fact that they were shoving it at people. I mean, yeah. you know how many times, like, I had a bottle of Vicodin, and luckily I had a sister-in-law that was a junkie and needed the money and could sell it to her? Like, <laughs> because, like, they would hand you bottles of Vicodin like candy, and I didn't like it. Luckily, me and my brother are on the spectrum where we like cocaine and alcohol. The okay. heroin spectrum is a little different. I've never um, liked, uh, I had to take Percocet for yeah. a bad injury when I was, uh, not trying to bag guys. Yes. Pro rollerblader. But, uh, Sweet. hurt myself really bad. And, um, You were a skater boy. I was, in fact, yeah. a skater boy. I know. Yes, yeah, absolutely. in the music video. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I did not like those either. Yeah, uh, yeah. It makes me feel nauseous. Like it makes me feel dumb. Yeah, and not in oh, a good yeah. way. Not in a relaxing, good way. Like I can't have a conversation with people. I don't like that. That's... Yeah, and like Xanax, the benzodiazepines, like in that category, are kind of like that too. And that's what's led to a lot of the deaths is the combination of those two drugs. They're both incredibly addicting because too, what I found with people I know that really went down like the Xanax and the benzodiazepine road is like they they lost conscience. And sadly, I mean. I, this is not to advocate against people being, you know, getting medication when they actually need it for anxiety yeah. and depression. But most of these drugs were not meant to be taken every day. And I've certainly seen, certainly with well, the female population in my age group, how little conscience a lot of them have that have been on these medications. So they just for a long don't time. give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like, because as I'll like, say. Like, sure, they're not 
uh, uh, worried or de- yeah. depressed, but they also don't care about consequences. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Because most of these people I know would go down, you know, they would either become sort of sex addicts in a way or um, would go down like a crime path, certainly with petty theft and stuff like that. And that's why I say like the lack of quote unquote conscience. I'm like, that's not a medical term. But again, guys, I did stop at my master's. But a lot of these facts I get from Dr. Drew, who is a real medical doctor and uh, the leading addiction medicine specialist. So I think he would know too, because that's something I've noticed in just like... And that's why, like, that's one of my favorite jokes. I even talked about that with Ricky Hughes, Dave Chappelle's producer, in the Sticks and Stones, was like, yeah, like, when y'all didn't care about us on crack, uh, I didn't get it till now. I don't care either. Like, <laughs> and I was like, that that was a pretty good point. It's like, yeah, you know, if people, sadly, are seeing people waste away again because of addiction. Yeah. Well, now people, it's white people. Yeah. And so now we're doing something about yeah. it. Sort of. Yeah. Fa- yeah. Those guys, of. those guys got fined. Then they file for bankruptcy, and they're not going to jail. Oh, yeah. There's That's a like side... tobacco industry. Yeah. Cigarettes, oh. are you fucking kidding me? When tobacco, if you just smoke tobacco and not all the extra additives, even nicotine, which is an addicting substance, isn't necessarily the problem. It's all the extra stuff they put in American yeah, cigarettes. that make it more addictive. Yeah. And then also, you know... And create tar in your system and then cancer. And then that's why when people switch to vaping, which Dr. Drew, again, you know, use my source, as I always point out to people, says that vaping is 100% safe as far as if, in, when you get the tested. Because a lot of people don't seem to understand what's going on. Is a lot market. of A lot of the vaping problems are black market and things that weren't properly tested. Yeah. And, but yeah, with this, it is just water vapor and nicotine. Perfectly harmless for people, and honestly, has kept people from doing other things. So this whole anti-vaping stuff is bad for people because Dr. Drew has said, like Look, in, in the research, that people are being addicted to less stuff and going yeah, out I, I because they're it, just I looked vaping. It up. I looked yeah. it up on peer. Yeah. There's peer-reviewed research. Yeah. Papers, not not some dude's opinion. Yeah. A paper that was looked at by multiple addiction specialists, multiple scientists who say this is a solid paper, and it shows that, yeah, mm-hmm. there's maybe a slight increase for teens going to smoke yeah. cigarettes, but not a lot. And for the rest of it, though, it's gotten a lot of adults to quit smoking, one. And two, uh, as far as they can tell, besides the ones that are yeah. untested or if they add shit in, like people keep trying yeah, to add vitamin, vitamin E, e oil or is other what's killed people. dumb yeah. shit like that. Uh, thinking like, oh, you could just put vitamins in it. No, that's not how the human body works. You can't just put shit into it without testing it. Yeah. But other than that, if you do what you said, which is basically water vapor and the nicotine and whatever small, small... Or THC small, or CBD. Yeah, if yeah you do whatever other, it is. Which is what mine is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, you're looking at almost no consequences. Yeah. As far as they can tell in the last... You know, it's pretty new. So, but as far as they can tell, there have been almost no consequences for long-term use for people who are using it uh, correctly. Yeah, that's why the only consequences are to the tobacco industry. And that's the, why the I, new South Park was joking about that. Did they? Yeah, See, like, normally yeah. I'm not a conspiracy yeah. theorist, but it makes me go, okay, so we're going to ban the one thing that's getting people to not smoke to not cigarettes smoke. as yeah. much? Interesting. Well, Interesting. It, and too, Don't like, usually believe in that stuff. Don't get me wrong, but that is... Yeah. That is interesting. I know. I'm not like a super conspiracy theorist, but as an X-Files fan, and my dad was insane. He does believe, even though he's only a few years old, or did believe, I guess, um, past tense, that when he was a few years old, 
that he was probed during the Kennedy assassination because our grandfather was a journalist in Dallas who we had our own uh, view of the Kennedy assassination video that he had. Are you fucking serious? I know. It's pretty sweet. So, like, there's a little bit of me that, that does believe in some of it. Well, and as far but, as the conspiracy theory with the Kennedys, yeah. like, it, that's almost proven. Like that, there was something going on. That not that, yeah. not that there was necessarily four shooters or whatever the fuck. No, yeah, the grassy knoll. Like, and I remember when I did the Micro Machine Star Wars reenactment for my class. Still one of my favorite projects I ever did. Yeah, I peaked in kindergarten, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, like it does, it is weird that the one company that seems to would probably be benefiting from this is the tobacco industry. Well, and, and two, they are one of the largest lobbyists. I mean, if you've seen Thank You for Smoking, that is based on reality. Or yeah. the episode of Family Guy where Peter works for the tobacco company yeah. because he can recite all 50 states in a matter of a second. <laughs> Sorry, that's my favorite joke in that. <laughs> Other than the, the subliminal messages. Smoke. Smoke. But two, this ain't, this war on vaping, like you guys know, I don't normally get fired up about real stuff, just television. But this is pissing me off because how else am I supposed to transport drugs across state lines, in the plane, on a train, everywhere I go, when I cross the Canadian border, when I cross the the border around here, whatever, just through my leisure and always have my THC with me, which this is, again, as I've stated before, this is for you, not for me. Because if I'm not high, I am an irrational asshole. All right, fair enough. Probably. Yeah, like, I, I've been not been sober in a long time, but, like, you know, what when you know, like, I get that way. So, again, people, we should not be wanting to get rid of vaping. I agree. Because, like, I need this. And, too, like, because then I just have to resort to edibles, which, some, which are not immediate, because sometimes I need it, like, right away. Like, you know, traffic. You know, these are things. Or on the plane, in a train. Like, I... With I've green eggs and ham. Yeah, exactly. I've smoked weed... All of those places and <laughs> vaping, vaping is what lets me do that. You know how else was my mom supposed to take that iconic picture of me and my brother across the Canadian border, smoking the vape pen that we had gotten over and was so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like I also think like there's no research that shows that this is truly dangerous, and that's what bothers no. me. Five like how many people died? It was like eight people. Yeah, that's five hundred people got sick and are fine now. Yeah, and, and and how many people you know how many people have died from each year die from uh, cigarettes? Yeah, uh, four hundred and forty something thousand. Four hundred forty thousand people die from cigarettes. We're not trying to ban them. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, or even alcohol. alcohol. I love alcohol, but it's responsible for a lot more deaths than yeah. vaping. About a hundred thousand a year. Here's the thing, guys. I'm pretty lucky. I'm still alive from alcohol, and, and too, well, I can never go to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. But that cinnamon absinthe from Holland, me and my brother drank that time and nearly died. But oh no, that's still legal. Yeah, and then at the same time, they're always <laughs> cr- criticizing story. the fruitful flavors, right? That's yeah. the big thing. Like, oh, the fruit flavors. Oh, okay. So people are just supposed to. Not have a nice time when they're doing yeah, the thing the when they have an option to have a nice favorite. time. If you don't want to have the fruit flavors, just do the minty ones. I like those. All right. Yeah. And it also, by the way, for as a person who does not smoke and doesn't like, I hate cigarettes. And honestly, I don't like weed smoke, but I don't mind weed vape smoke. No. Because again, weed vape I, smoke doesn't smell like anything. I've seen people complain about vape smoke, and that's just an asshole. Because yeah. it's like, it's, it's really just you nothing. don't like vaping. Yeah. 
it's like you just don't like smoke and that's fine but like this is like say if you're at a haunted house like yeah it's literally not smoke yeah Yeah. it's Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous and that's what i mean and it feels weird to be a person who does nothing and is defending this so much but it's it's just how i feel because i'm like it's better I want to hang out with people who vape. I'm never like, oh, oh. I never feel like shit afterwards. I'm like, and see, your opinion is probably more valid than mine, which is really just I'm only concerned about this because I want to smoke weed in Texas. Like, yeah. like, but you know, you're just I, actually. I'm concerned for that right. because I want people yeah. who like to smoke weed to yeah. be able to smoke weed exactly. in Texas. I have yeah. no problem with people smoking weed because a lot of times they're better on weed. I know, as I, I, mean, I said, not always me. <laughs> Sometimes they're, uh, you know, hard to talk to. My but, mom let me be a pothead because she, and me and my little brother as teenagers, and she's like, as long as you just get it from your cousin, that's fine because y'all are better on the weed. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you, it's like, it just feels in, disingenuous. It feels like there's, there's it's bullshit, and it's another one of those bullshit things we keep dealing with. And, and two, like, like, like Trump exists as well in this, it's another thing to distract people from the real shit that's going on. Again, and sometimes I'm like, I don't believe in the shadow government like my brother, but I do believe that there is more to what's going on that people are doing, and that's why sometimes they'll throw a clown like Trump to be like, ooh, be distracted with this, we're doing this over here, I don't well, know. While, like, while he's being a yeah. crazy person, they yeah. keep passing shitty-ass laws that uh, are, like, fucking us. So there is some truth to that, I would think, as well. Yeah. And that to me is, I'm like, that's not really a crazy thought because what the the crazy thought is that this person is our president. And yeah. like again, I go back to watching that roast, and I'm like, what a simpler time that was. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that's like Chris Rock's bit, though. Remember the bit he does where he's like, he's like, oh, everybody's distracted with this. Cool, 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 cool. Let's yeah. do this over here on yeah. the side. Yeah, because it's like each time something crazy happens, that happened in Clinton. They yeah. wanted people to be distracted by other things. That happened with everybody. Whether that's bipartisan is shit. Yeah, yeah, that's so the thing. Is that's that's just Trump is government. just worse. Yeah. For it all, and also a terrible human being. Yeah. Very clearly. It's like Trump is one of the presidents. It's like he really has no party affiliation except for the insane one. <laughs> you know? He has his yeah. own party. Yeah. It's, a, it's like his the Trump party, party is his own. Yeah. It's what makes him look good. What get, makes him money? It's all yeah. about himself. He's a narcissist. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel confident. I'm not an expert in narcissism by any stretch of the imagination. I uh, think I am. I mean, but I really do have degrees that say that, too. And then, too, well, as go. I say, my, my father was a narcissist, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so you have the experience. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Trump is just a narcissist with power, and that's actually very scary. Yeah. So. Well, you know. He literally like, thinks that people should be executed yeah. for narking on him. Yeah. Breaking the law. He literally said that. Yeah. That's that, fucking crazy. That is Who legit that? insane. Can you imagine... If Obama had said that people should be executed for complaining about Syria, yeah, you can you imagine what Republicans would have done if that had happened? They would have fucking lost their minds. Yeah, because and that's you know what? Insane. They should have. Yeah, exactly. That's, like they should have because that's fucking batshit crazy. And that's why I say that when I when you look at what's going on, you're like. Yeah, they know this shit is crazy, but they're not stopping it because they're doing other shit. They're yeah. like, yeah. They're getting money out of the whole deal. They're yep. fucking making so much money right now, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you'd be surprised probably all these people have Trump stock. <laughs> like, they probably literally do. And they'll dump it as soon as he gets out. Yep. Because they've made their money. They sell it all off. But oh no, y'all send Martha Stewart to jail for that. Martha is my fucking idol. Just... I mean, she did commit crimes, and that's fine. I- 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know about jail. I like that Again, she, yeah. I would agree that she doesn't need to go to jail. She no. needs to do some fines. And, and what I like and is And Jeffrey Epstein took, gets to fuck kids and yeah. go to not And jail. that, to me, is the worst thing. That's why whenever I tell people, I'm like, what bothered me about some of the Hollywood stuff is that we weren't screaming more about the people who fuck kids. Yeah. That's the That's, number one worst thing there it is. It is literally the worst thing you could but, ever yeah. do. But Martha Stewart, hero. Again... She could have paid the fines or whatever, all that. Like, but also I just gotta say, at least she has street cred. Yeah, and she's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, because she took her licks, and that's why I respect her so much. I'm like, yeah, to just be too. like, okay, then I guess I'll go to jail. Like, yeah. she didn't you know, fuck anyone out yeah. of money either. No, I mean, because that's the thing Not is, really. insider trading is one of those that is sort of a fine line. Because they tried to get my gal Erica Kane on my children with that shit too after oh, the yeah? Martha thing, and uh, you know. A fictional character on a soap opera. But, yeah, like... Um, <laughs> I did not realize. I thought yeah. that was an actress from the no. show, but you're saying it's a... No, that's there was funny. The, the character. Um, Susan Lucci, you know, it was, if anybody knows soap, she is the goddess. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with that. But, yeah, it's one of those things. And Insider Trading's one of those that I'm like, it doesn't bother me. Arguably, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. To me, it I, is I one mean, of those things that it's like, I could see... sketchy. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Here's the thing. Is I can I'm, see why it's illegal. Yeah. And you should be fine. You should basically lose whatever money you gained. Yeah. In my mind, they should go, oh, you made $14 million? Great. Give us that $14 million. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, if you don't get away with it, but, you know, as someone, I can be a shady-ass bitch. I can be a little bit of a con. And again, can't buy it, honestly, my father. But, you know, as long as no one is hurt, then who does it, who does it really hurt? Come on. Yeah, I mean, shareholders. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and fuck them. I, I mean, not yeah. all of them. Some of them are just yeah. regular people who have a 401k. Yeah, But then exactly. the rest of them are usually rich people who I don't care about. Yeah, as I told people with the USC thing, like, with uh, uh, Aunt Becky, like, it's like, that's white-on-white crime, rich white-on-white crime, so I was a little less, like, concerned. <laughs> like, because no I one mean, I know that went to USC was, was doing bad. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, yeah. though, like, is there a poor kid that could have yeah. got into that college because of that shit? Probably not, because it was the rowing team, and and I hate to oh, break it to you. That's white people. Like that that was that's me. White I'm people. like, because right. yeah, it's one of those things that it was the rowing team people. It wasn't like rich, it's football. and it's white and it's rich yeah. people too because yeah. white that's poor white people, people also Do don't not row. row. Yeah, because you you can't get access to a fucking boat yeah. when you live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in a trailer. Speaking about myself, by the way. Oh, I know. I grew up poor-ass single mother in East Texas, like, so very close. Yeah. Uh, living Same in apartments as small as this one. So that's why whenever I'm, like, whenever I have people try to, like, relate to your level and you're, they ever mention skiing at all, you're like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Skiing is what rich people do. Yeah, and if yeah, you yeah. think, you know, it's like, oh, it's not like you... Unless you were gifted skis and you were homeless for the last thing and you, you're actually yeah. just camping and you get to ski at the camping ground. Yeah. Otherwise... Otherwise, no. Yeah, you didn't really. But yeah, that's me. We don't me. know what that's about. Yeah. Not, like, not that happened to me, but that's the only scenario I can come up with where that could happen. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, I'm open to the possibility that someone have an argument because there's always outliers, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is one of those things that if you ski, you're rich and you white. Like, <laughs> like For the most part, yeah. You're at least yeah. rich. Yeah. Period. It is. Yeah. yeah. But I don't see a lot of, yeah. of brown-skinned people out in the slopes. Not that I've ever been out in the slopes. So actually... What do yeah. I fucking know? I went to Mammoth once and Big Bear once. Mammoth, there was snow, and so people were skiing, and they thought I was weird for just riding the gondola. I'm like, I don't know how to ski. I just wanted to go up here. Like, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I just rode the gondola and then rode it back. That sounds like a great yeah, time. Yeah, it was great. 
But yeah, I was like, oh, cool. This is how the other half lives. Yeah, if I had a bunch yeah. of money, I might learn how to yeah. snowboard or, or, or ski. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know, after like Actually, uh, no. Natasha Richardson's death, I was like, no, I'm not interested oh, in skiing. Oh, I don't skiing. know about that. Oh, yeah. She, you know, was married to uh, Liam Neeson. She died in a skiing accident like maybe 10 years ago. And that's why he made Taken. Yeah. Like, I think that was like right after that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I mean, that's what she gets for skiing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, and then Sonny Bono. But it's like, eh. Whatever. (laughs) Like, like, who cares about Sonny Bono? Cher's still still here, and that's all we want. It's like, that's that's the only person that matters. I mean, and and their lovely, you know, son Chaz, like, has got... It's fine. They're both alike. Yeah, exactly. All right. And it's like, he's pretty cool. Seems like a chill dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know where we got into skiing. But, yeah, again, like I say with the USC mm-hmm. thing. Talk about that's rich just, ri- you know, rich white on white crime. So, like, again, people, I felt like outrage culture went a little too hard in that. Like, uh, I don't think. I, I mean, I get yeah. it, though, because there's. Yeah. Okay, so have you heard the story about the black lady? Oh, yes. Because, like, that just, you should be mad about. Yeah. Like, and then like went that, to jail like for that. five years and, and that, actually served five yeah. years. Yeah, and then, too, to me, people, Just that you should kid. be mad about. But that's not their fault. They yeah. didn't really have anything. Because that's, it's like, that's one of those things that that's a justice system problem. And I, and I feel like throwing the book at these two women would be counterintuitive. It doesn't make up for it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And if you're being fair, we yeah. should yeah. Uh, probably fair. pay for that kid's college right yeah. now. Exactly. And, uh, and also give that lady money for having been in prison for five years. Yeah. Uh, for bullshit. Yeah, exactly. These are things that you should do. But it's like, to me, it's not going to be fair if you throw the book at someone else. You know when it's unfair? When there there are pedophiles confirmed on video, fucking children pedophiles, who went to jail for eight years, got out, and then fucked more kids. And this lady goes to jail for lying on a, a... a piece of paper yeah, for paper. her yeah. kid to go to a better school? Are you fucking kidding me? That's madness. That's fucking crazy. But I agree that jail time yeah. should not be for anything that isn't fun. Yeah. Like, if you're not doing something that either is threatening violence or actually violent, then you don't go to jail jail. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of, maybe other, maybe there's some plenty work of other consequences we can do. Like yeah. community service. Yeah. Like, I have no problem in getting community service. I remember one of the funnier, like, lighter courtroom moments in my uh, youth was when my brother had to go to court because he, you know, fucked up the soda machine at school. Um, the funny thing is, is how he did this was he and his friend were just running their heads into it. Um, just <laughs> running into it. And then, you know, it caused uh, all this geez. damage to where you have to go to court and get this fine. Yeah. And I luckily got to go uh, and be there for this moment whenever the judge called him up and is reading what he did. And he just takes off his glasses and he's just like, son, in all my years, I have never seen something so dumb come through my courtroom. And then my ass is like, (laughs) and then everyone else starts laughing. And my poor mother is just like, (laughs) that is Hilarious. It was it was one of the greatest moments of my life. I assume you have to do that in stand up. Um, and you know what? It's you don't funny. talk about that in stand up. Like, there's a lot of things in my life that I feel like I should, but when I get, it's that funny. is 
fucking hilarious. Yeah, because I have a lot of good stories like that, and I much prefer just to tell stories and like that are funny. Yeah. Like, um, like I remember when my mom saw me do stand up the first time. I told the story about uh, whenever my brother. Bro- she told. Let me be clear. She did tell him he could rent a pay per view porno with his friends. Um, again, <laughs> Your we were allowed to smoke pot. Is we had a different upbringing, but yeah, and so he was maybe like. 13, 14, and so she's like, yeah, whatever, y'all can rent one porno. Like, just leave me alone. Like, That's have a summer fucking party. hilarious. Like, and then... Weird <laughs> as hell. The funny part was, is her reading off the pornos, so, because she had to put in the thing <laughs> to make sure yeah. that, like, so I had to be at least there for that part. Like, yeah. before I went into the other room. And, like, okay, we're like, not gonna watch ass bangers. Yeah, like, we're no, her just like, and, because uh, I'll never forget that one of them was called Fresh and Tinder. And that's sadly where, you know, he does eventually order that one. Because the first one he orders, I forget the name, and I'm pretty sad. But, like, because it, I've got to come up with a good vague name for it to be. And, it, of course, because it's a full porno, not like now where you can just look up clips. Look at clips, yeah. It, of course, gets boring. Yeah. And they were told they could order one porno, not another one. Yeah. So he goes and orders Fresh and Tinder, apparently. And then when my mom has realized that he has He's ordered a order second porn because that one was boring... She's mad, so then she proceeds to sit in there while he watches all that porn. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking hilarious. It was really the funniest thing. So then, of course, then, uh, like, now I'm coming in here. (laughs) Like, well, I'm going to sit here. It's hilarious. But yeah, I'm like, see, now you guys see what's wrong with me. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but at the same time, uh, pretty funny. Yeah, considering our dad was a strip club DJ, it was kind of like, she knew there was not really, like, much she could do. Okay. Apparently. All right. Fair like, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, my dad uh, got mad at us when we wanted to watch The Punisher, but then... <laughs> the Tom Jane one? No, no. This oh. is uh, the Dolph the Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren one, yeah. It was, like, too much realistic violence. <laughs> That's and then hilarious. he buys a, this... He rents out this movie called Throne of Fire. Where in the first five minutes, there are titties <laughs> yeah. and a dude's head getting chopped off with Sweet. blood spurting out from it. Which was great. And I had a great time watching it. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, <laughs> like that. And I was like, what? And he's like, it's it's not realistic. <laughs> that was his argument. This yeah, is like it's fantasy. fantasy violence. It's fine. And I was like, okay. Like, I did eventually watch Dolph Lundgren with my friend's dad's permission so yeah you know. dude yeah that movie's awesome punisher. i love Dolph. i Lundgren. fucking love that movie like, i don't care what anybody says the punisher is one of my favorite superheroes growing up because that's why i even love like the tom jane one like because when mark collie comes in the middle and just does the in time song hilarious like we went to the i went to the theater to see that like our dad took us i went to the to theater the, for it was that fun. Yeah, yeah it was good good movie actually might have been working at a movie theater at that time when, what, what year did that come out i because i remember having the soundtrack no, that was in 2000. So, yeah, I was like, I remember having this soundtrack. So it had, and I think I was in high school by the time the punch. So it was less weird that we saw that one. But, like, but in then, oh, I remember my, our dad, like, would, as he put it, because when my mom realized he let me, and this was even before my little brother was born. So I had to be, like, two or whatever. And he was letting me watch Clockwork Orange and then Ooh. The Doors, um, the movie. And my mom walked wow. in when he, Jim Morrison's getting a blowjob in the elevator. 
Interesting. And she's like, you can't let them watch stuff like this. And he's like, they're my kids. I'll fuck them up however I want. And then my parents oh, got divorced. That's <laughs> a good reason to <laughs> no, do that. No, yeah. But yeah, it is funny though. Because we were, that's why like people are like, most of the stuff you like is the generation before you. I was like, yeah, because we got to watch whatever we wanted. Yeah. And so that's what makes me cool at least. But yeah, I'm like, so yeah. I, th- I always laugh when I hear people tell these stories about stuff their parents didn't let them watch. I'm like, oh wow, what is that like? Because my little brother, for the first grade talent show, did the Alice Cooper theme song from Friday the 13th Part 6, He's <laughs> Back, The Man Behind the Mask, with a hockey mask. That's fucking and, hilarious. And it was adorable. And see, that song doesn't have any bad words, so they, they, they had to let him do it. It was funny. It was like the time when I was in middle school, and we could play whatever CD we wanted this party, and I hand him Rob Zombie, um, it was Hellbilly Deluxe, and it just had like two naked chicks on it. Yep. And they were like, we can't play this. I was like, it doesn't have any bad words. <laughs> and There's I was like, it is. Well, like, they were, like, naked, but they it wasn't, like, full frontal. It was silhouetted. So like, yeah. yeah, kind of like, the girls that. looked just like the uh, mud flap. But, yeah, 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 they were real girls. And yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, that was funny. And I'm pretty sure they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? <laughs> I grew up in a very Christian community, and we were the oh, one you? pagan family. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I grew up in New Mexico, and uh, we... The land of godlessness. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. nobody really gives yeah, a shit exactly. about people's religions, I would no. say. Uh, it was just a bunch of people getting drunk, trying to fuck each other a lot. See, Breaking Bad is like, as it's I say, relatively it's accurate. pretty accurate. Like, uh, uh, New Mexico's, I mean, it's an exaggerated version of it, but no. it's not much exaggerated. No. We were number one in teen pregnancy. The meth came shortly. I was already on my way out when it came, because it came in like 19... 19- 97, 98 was when meth really started to fuck up New Mexico. Um, and so I was out at that time. But like uh, before that, it was like we were top five in teenage pregnancy every year, top five in uh, DUIs and, uh, and uh, teenage tr- uh, drinking problems. We were top five in all of that shit per capita every fucking year. And so, like, because there's nothing to no, fucking do. Exactly. You don't have nothing to do. You fucking drink. And that's why we fuck. drank and did drugs. And that's why when me and my brother, or when my little brother had to go live with our dad up in Dallas, uh, because he had a drug problem. And, uh, like, you know, but once you're in a place where they have more stuff to do, or, like, when I went to college, I was a much more functioning member of society. A lot of my friends are dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have a few yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and not from just natural causes. No, that's like drugs mostly. Like, yeah. I'm surprised one of our friends is still alive because, like, I, I, we watched that dude take 125 Xanax in one day. <gasps> yeah, he should be dead. Yeah, that's crazy. like, and that's not even some of the most insane shit I've seen him do. I remember I had to keep poking at him because he forgot he put had a fentanyl patch on. And we took a bunch of Klonopin. Because as I say, of course I did drugs. Yeah, fentanyl fucking destroyed Yeah, and I was right like, I, I was woke up like, is curled up like a cat. And I'm like, oh my god, is he dead? <laughs> like, Damn. I'm like, but these are the kind of people I hung out with in high school. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we grew out of that. No, I know, yeah. It's like, I'm still alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, still alive. alive. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good song. Yeah, I, I'm supposed to play that at my, if I die, or if my brother dies before me, or if I die before him, the other one has to play that song okay. at the funeral, or the memorial, because we don't believe in burial, 
But yeah, at the memorial because have get... you ever seen Eastbound and Down? Like, yes. Race? Yeah. Whenever Shane dies, like, and Kenny does that at his funeral, um, that's one of our favorite shows. So that's a fucking great show. Yeah. That that, that's our way of honoring it. I want to be fucking cremated, for sure. I don't want anyone to look at my creepy ass dead yeah. body ever. Yeah, I love Six Feet Under, but the funeral thing, because our whole, like, well, mostly, like, the generation that is, like, my mom and my dad, like, because our, you know, my dad died this year, and, when, you know, we're also poor, so donate your body to science, people. It doesn't cost anything, and they send you the ashes, and then you can do whatever cool stuff you want with it. Like, yeah, definitely donate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, already, yeah. I'm on that for sure. Yeah, it's free. Because my mom's like, don't pay a dime. I'm dead. Whatever. Like, you know. Yeah, agreed. 100%. High five. Woo! Don't spend money on burial, guys. Like, you know, as I say, it's great for a television show. But, I mean, and for dramatic effect. But in real life, let's, and two. Because cemeteries are just a waste of fucking space. I mean, it was pretty cool that I lived next to one in downtown Dallas, and it would be freaky, and there was this cool gray fox that lived in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had all these feral cats that kept the rats out. Um, so, yeah. and But they're, like, have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. You know the cockamouse? Well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cockroach mouse combo. Yeah. Well, I swear to fucking God, in that graveyard... There is a mongoose cat combo. Could I call it a manga cat? Because it was this super freaky long cat, and I was not the only one to see it. And I saw it numerous times. And again, I may have drank a lot back then, but like, <laughs> well, also, sometimes it was in the morning walking my dog, so I was just hungover. Could be like, a mutated street cat. No, yeah, exactly. But like, I'm like, whoa, those types of things I think do exist. These weird mo- uh, hybrids, the manga cat. You never know. It was in that graveyard. But again, that graveyard could have been something else more useful, too. Like, when you think about it, and all the wasted space that is cemeteries, we could have more, you know, we could have Toys R Us again, or something else great. Like, um, I, I don't know, we need more chilies in L.A. I have to I go to Encino. Chilies. Yeah. I know the one in Encino's. I've been there quite a few times. Yeah. Not bad. I know. I'm like, as far as the chain goes, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's got good barbecue sauce. That's what you need for anything. Yeah, the margarita grilled chicken. I'm glad, I'm glad we've solved the, the world problems today. Instead of cemeteries, put Chili's Bar and Grill. Hundred percent agree. And it's like, and then I, I just go into like a like poltergeist, like yeah, just imagining, <laughs> or, or just imagining people who are like, like, like you go in there and you realize that dead bodies were under this just like a little while ago. That's well, creepy as fuck. Yeah, every like where I live, Rick James died and Corey Haim. I think that's pretty cool. But I'm pretty much a messed up person, like because I'm like ooh, like me and my mom did our own quote unquote murder house tour where we just looked up these places. So like the La Bianca house and where Sharon Tate's house once was, or where OJ killed Nicole. Like you can just go to these places in LA. What's weird though, the Menendez brothers. Definitely the one of the nicest houses. It's in the middle of Beverly Hills. Really? Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, because they were rich dudes, and that's why they yeah. took so long to get up. Because then they killed their parents, and then yeah. they got all the money. Yes. And their parents were like abusive, though. Yeah, they like that's that what shit, they though. you know said, and yeah. yeah. Which so. and that's why with the Menendez brothers, I tell people, I'm like, was that really that bad? They just killed their abusive parents. It's not like they killed a bunch of people like some of these people. Yeah. You know. Well, my, uh, it's interesting. Okay, so long, <laughs> short, long story short-ish. Yeah. I got into some shit when I was a kid, and I went to what we call kid jail. Uh, the D-home in Albuquerque. That's what we call it, detention for juvenile detention. 
Um, and um, I was there for a month. My parents left me in there for a month. And there was this dude who was like 17 and a half, wasn't quite 18, so he couldn't be in regular prison. Um, and this is the back in the day when they didn't do that shit. So yeah. he was like buff, like real buff. He like worked out all the time. He was <laughs> huge. Because he probably got a juvie all the time. That's well, what you do. this is what I found out. I'm sorry, juvie is what we called it. Oh, you called yeah. it juvie? Yeah. You called it the D, homie. Yeah. yeah. So like at one point he was picking on me and I just turned around and tried to punch him. Uh, in the chest, mm. and he literally did not move, mm. and I was like, real scared at that point. I didn't show it, <laughs> but then he just goes, "I respect that. Wow. Let's it go." Right. So then later on, a kid comes up to me who's also in the detention center, and he's like, "Dude, do you know who that is?" I'm like, mm. "No." And he goes, "That's the guy who killed his parents with sledgehammers, and then threw a party, and one of their fingers was sticking up." And they caught him because of that. So when I got out, I go and look it up. Sure enough, it's him. Dude, I would be like starstruck, and I know that's weird, but I was just like, "Whoa, this dude sounds really cool." Like, it was not, I mean, scary like as fuck. Yeah. But, but I'm also, also the person who wants to go interview his, Edmund Kemper. His parents yeah. were like beating the fuck out yeah. of him and like being shitty to him, and he just fucking snapped. And then actually, supposedly, he killed them and then shot them with bows and arrows too. Like. He, like, hit him with sledgehammers, and then when they were on the ground, he pulled out a bow and arrow. That's why he went to jail for as long as he did. If he just killed him, like, with snap, the sledgehammers, yeah. snap-wise, I don't think he would have gotten as much trouble. Oh, yeah. But he literally pulled out his bow and arrow and started shooting them with arrows while they were already dead. Then buried them. See, so, it's, it's like, you know, that's what you gotta do. You can't do the overkill. You know, like yeah. Dexter. Like, he had a system, and it was, like, fine, <laughs> because it was just, like... Hey, like, these people are pretty bad. I mean, he wouldn't even kill, like, certain people because he's like, well, you know, you it's not kill like... Anyone. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. but yeah, you know, and that's why it's like, you know, sometimes people, maybe murder is all right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, I listened to, no. do you listen to Time Suck? Have you ever heard of that podcast? No. He, and he did talk about Ed Kemper yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, those guys are, you cannot help those people. Killing them yeah. is fine. Yeah. Like, if it's cheaper, then fucking do it. I understand people's reticence yeah. for that because you know cruel and unusual punishment, and uh, if you're party to killing and someone, I already admitted that I'm fine with getting rid of that. Personally, so, yeah. me, I am on that side. Of, yeah, there are certain people who I don't think if you they're unredeemable. If you fuck yeah. a, a kid, yeah, more than okay, any kid, period. Yeah, but definitely more than one, kill them. Uh, yeah, more we don't of, need them in the lot. The world. One of they're... my grandmother's brothers did that, and he said he goes lock me away. Like, and, and that's He's what like, I'll I'm going to do it again. Yeah, he they said, all say you that should too. put me. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I'll say that's in what's interesting is the psychological aspect of child molesters is that most of them outside of it are law-abiding citizens. And that's why when they get caught, because it really, it is a brain defect and compulsion that, that often most of them are just like, yes, lock me away. I shouldn't be out. Like, and yeah. that's the weird catch-22 is that, what they've done is literally the worst horrible thing in the world. Yeah. But they understand it's wrong. Sort of like with the difference between people like Jeffrey Dahmer and Ed Kemper to a degree. Because Ed Kemper even said, had he killed his mom first, he probably wouldn't have killed all those other people. And sort of has like a different perspective. As with Dahmer is like... even Although, his... didn't he fuck his mom's neck? Um, I don't know about that. What I, I remember, because yeah. I've listened to this yeah. time suck, what he does is he does yeah. like deep dives into character uh, to crazy people who have yeah. done shit. So real life shit. And he talked about Ed Kemper. And that I dude, hope to one day be the subject of that. No. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked people's necks. 
Oh wow, that's like, messed up. And and there was yeah. like they found stuff in it. Yeah. So crazy too. He had super high IQ. Yeah. And that's sadly like with a lot of killers, because I said to the reason this fascinates me, because yeah, I had a 160 IQ and um, have traits um, of some of these things. And I've talked about this on here before, but I I do care about people, um, certain people. So I guess that that makes me different. I'm more of like a Dexter where like, you know, I guess my brother's my Deb. Whatever. Um, the, a little bit more moral than me. But yeah, it is one of those things that... Um, and I, that's what fascinates me. Because even before I you know, wound up in sports psychology, I studied serial killers. Like, And to me, Dahmer is the most fascinating because he does take full responsibility for his behavior. And he is one of those. And this is why his father insisted he be you know, evaluated after his death. And his parents were actually very normal. Um, and were pretty good parents and he even says he's like this is not on them I and they even talk about how there were signs that now we can look at because he's like you know the obsession with dead things because I don't know if you've ever read my friend Dahmer or saw the movie but a lot of it's about I, I listened to some podcasts yeah, on him his his fascination with death and think into this is why I say why I had to go to the psychiatrist and stuff like that as well like fascination with death doesn't always lead to things and two his compulsion that ultimately led to him killing people and the brain defect similar with the pedophilia was necrophilia and had had jeffrey dahmer had access and this sounds gross but it's true had access to dead bodies another way like he had a job in the field of death he wouldn't have killed people because that was his thing was he had the compulsion to have sex with dead people and that's sort of what led and in he was not necessarily this psycho killer how some people portray, but that's why it's like. I mean, he the was, Jeremy Renner drama. He was, was like he psycho. Did, yeah, he but did. He this, wasn't, but he wasn't like. Like malicious or yeah, sadistic. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, it is it's like sadistic it is, and yeah, malicious, but it's also well, like he knew reason, what he was doing was yeah, wrong and he yeah, was fucked up. Yeah, and, and that's just what I'll say is interesting to me about his case. It's like because yeah, people like Bundy, Gacy, and, and I know people are fascinated by them because they were so charming. But to me, they're kind of like basic bitches compared to people like Dahmer, who it's just like, no, he just really is the true case of biology, and that's what's fascinating to me. These other people, you know, they had all these psychological issues that ultimately led to this, and, you know, they were charming is how they got away with it for so long, and that is interesting, but it's more about the people around them that didn't see this. It's the interest. With them, it's like, yeah, they did a lot of fucked up shit because they liked it. Dahmer didn't necessarily like killing. Yeah. Yeah. Just a compulsion. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I was mean, like, he's fascinating. The Jeremy Renner Donner, Donner movie is on Amazon Prime. It's and good. there's some funny bits in it, like I will say. Right. I, but I think they're funny, so it may not be to other people. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, uh, I think fucked up shit is funny. I do too. Yeah. Most of the time. Mostly. But yeah, I'm like, whoa, I got into a weird tangent about Jeffrey Dahmer. And this has happened before. Um, and I seem to be like a huge fangirl. Um, <laughs> Seems like, healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a psychologist, no. but. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's like, it does really sort of explain my taste in men, though. <laughs> uh, but, I assume yeah. people who don't have uh, feelings? No, yeah. Oh, no. It's like, oh, psychopaths. <laughs> it's like, hmm, I did make a meme that's like, uh, David in the sheets, of De- or David in the streets, of Dexter in the sheets. 
uh, based on my love of Michael C. Hall. But I'm like, he's an actor, guys. He's playing those roles on television. He did a good job, though. Yeah, he is great. That but, was a great, a great movie. Yeah. Didn't like the ending. I think that's almost everybody agrees. But I will say, like the what I like about the Dexter ending is at least like it truly is about consequences. And even unintended ones, because it sucks that Deb. What ha- I, I see, I'm more angry about like the what happens to Deb in a way. But at the same time, I'm like, I give the show credit for making the tough choice of actually giving these characters consequences, even though I much rather see Dexter have a happy ending and what I wanted in that romantic comedy that was the last two seasons more so than How I Met Your Mother, even. But same thing, they pull the rug out from under me. Don't give them a happy ending, but whatever. But. I thought like, that they would it would end up in him getting killed. Yeah. And his sister killing him. I, I thought that that's what was going to have to happen. Honestly, though, I feel like that would have destroyed Deb. It and would so, have. to me, honestly, the, the Deb dying all, is better for her. It like, is, yeah. But the, the consequences yeah. of Dexter's actions yeah. is ruining his sister's life. Yeah. And it's so interesting, like, that And that's why really he good. chooses to not have a happy ending, is because of what he did to Deb. I mean, he's yeah. sawing logs how long yeah. till he starts killing people again. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, very yeah. shortly thereafter. So there's no real ending there because for sure he's going to go kill more people. But, you know, as long as they're bad people, I was down. <laughs> Again, because, like... My, I totally get it. My romantic, like, you know, my... What, what do they always call it? Hashtag, you know, goals is uh, Dexter Hannah. So, like, I got some problems. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Good, to, good to know. Or Santa Clarita Diet. That's also pretty cute. That's a fucking you know? good... Yeah. My yeah, it's because Timothy Oliphant has the psychopath like look that I like now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I like that show because he plays the dorky dad for once, and then but he's still. A little Do you crazy. also like the guy from Burn Notice? Yeah, Jeffrey Donovan a little bit. Yeah. But more into the Allstate guy, you know, Dean Winters. I'm mayhem. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. I was like, because okay. he'd be sort of in between when, there. That when Burn Notice guy plays a bad guy, you're probably yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because or Blair Witch too. I actually like that one better. Alright, okay, oh, yeah, the, too. That's right. Yeah, I love Burnos. Because as you see, I love Bruce Campbell. I yeah. own Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. That's a fun but show. Now I gotta go back to the cannibal tangent because I remembered something funny I okay. wanted to say that had to do with you being a man in uh, Juvie. My brother and I, knock on Swedish wood here, have never been arrested. And this is wow. insane considering all the fucking shit we've done. But he, he always has said if he ever goes to, like, jail or prison, what he's going to do first day is eat somebody. You know? <laughs> because no one's going to fuck with a cannibal. No. Like, no. They and are going to put you in, yeah. you know, by yourself. Yeah. Which is good, though. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, because then you're fine. But yeah. eat somebody first day. And I'm like, that's a good rule for prison. No, it's not um, too bad. I think it some... may drive you crazy, though. I'm, I can't remember. There's some kind of thing where, like, if you eat your own people... Uh, it affects your brain in some way, if I remember correctly. I don't know about that. I mean, I've seen Cannibal Holocaust, but I don't remember talking about that. But, yeah, I vaguely uh, remember it's like mad cow's <laughs> disease, sort of. Well, yeah. It's I like, guess but the human yeah. version? Huh. I, I vaguely well, remember that. I need to look this up in case I ever just try, decide to do this. But if I'm in prison, I'll probably just go crazy anyway. But, you know, this is a good... Cause, I mean, let me say, uh, yeah. six, I was there for six days. First off, I only got into general population for a day and a half. Uh, and I was in, basically, you, like, spend the first five days literally going from different, like, cell to cell waiting for them to process you, because that's how many fucking people are in their goddamn jail system. Wow. So they're literally waiting for a room to put you into a place. 
And yeah, because private prisons make a lot of money, guys. That's a lot of it. If yeah, people don't realize. it's fucking ridiculous. And so then, um, the day I was there, it's it's not great. Like, I mean, it was also in sort of like a, a side thing because here's a trick, by the way. If you say that you have mental problems, uh, they will put you in a uh, a thing where you only have one bunkmate, and sometimes that bunkmate leaves, and then you have the room by yourself. Sweet. Um, and it's in this sort of like, sort of walled off area that's like way cooler than the regular jail shit. So I did it on accident. I didn't know that that was gonna happen. Um, I just was like, because uh, they asked, and I was being honest. They said, mm. "Do you do you have you ever seen a, a, a psychiatrist?" anything i was like yeah when i was a kid I'm like what'd you see it for i had anger issues and then she goes do you still have anger issues and i go no mm. and she goes you know if you still had anger issues you could stay in the place oh, that nice. you're staying right now but if you don't then we'll have to put you in general population and i was like you know i still have a few anger issues yeah, I would certainly say that. It's so, like, you know, it, it's sort of like the marijuana doctor, you know, how when it used to be that way. It's like, yeah, say you have this, they're telling you. Yeah. Which is nice. Jail is not terrible if you're not there for a long time. If you're there for a long time, it's probably fucking bad. But I was only there for a couple of days, and it was like, not fun. Nobody wants to fucking be there. Yeah. A bunch of fucking crazy people coming down off of drugs and shit, and it's uh, weird. I saw two fights. Did not get involved. That was fine. Also, yeah. the guy who was in charge of our area uh, was named Bananas. Oh, Bananas. He's like, I'm Bananas. Was he on the real world? No. I don't know. <laughs> no, but John Maybe. Bananas. Sorry. But he literally like had to shake. Like He's like, put out his hands like, I'm Bananas. And I was like, don't laugh at this man's name that is Bananas. And then he had to tell me the rules. He's like, do you know politics? Yeah, exactly. I wish I had. No, I don't wish I had. I'm pretty sure he was scary. Uh, but he was like, uh, do you know the rules? Do you know politics? I was like, nope. And he's like, you don't eat with black people? You don't, like, he's like, there's all oh, these wow. rules. Oh. Like, you don't hang out with uh, Mexicans. You're like, you're well, on, I wouldn't I'm, have any friends. You have to hang out with only the mm-hmm. white people. Um, I don't know what the girl politics are. They may be know. different. Um, but I've seen Orange is the New Black. They're all friends on there, at least like the first, I didn't, I only watched a couple episodes. One was nothing. It's not very accurate at all. Oh, okay. Good. Um, it's super fake. Yeah. Uh, it's lots of fun and it's a great show and everyone should watch it. Uh, but, um, the, the, uh, he was like, okay, so you can't take food from a black guy unless it's prepackaged and not opened. I was like, okay. This is like all these weird Weird. rules. And, uh, and so that was the rules. And like, uh, Asian guys hung out with the black guys. Um, any Latinos just hung out with the, 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 the Mexicans. Uh, and the white guys, their nicknames were Peckerwoods. Yeah, you hang out with the Peckerwoods. Oh, like, wow. I'm okay. learning stuff about prison. See, I've so. seen American History X. and really Semi-true. Like, yeah. That, I, that's uh, pretty close. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, that's what I, me and my, that's when me and my brother were like, if I go to prison, eat somebody first day. Like, yeah. good idea. If you're going to hardcore prison, yes, you there's yeah. some shit that goes down. But you guys yeah. aren't going to go to hardcore prison. Yeah, probably not. Like, as I said, <laughs> so, like, what did I say? Now. I'm not going to jail. I'm like, I was going on some rant. I'm like, I'm going to die. If I ever think I'm going to jail, I'm going down in a hail of bullets, Walter White style. <laughs> <laughs> like, we always seem to have these weird scenarios that we think is going to happen. But yeah, do, do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, I haven't seen that. I don't know. 
Tim Meadows plays a cannibal in prison when Andy Samberg's character has to go to prison for or something. Oh my god, that's And it's funny because, like, he's actually really nice, so he's, like, you know, like his cellmate, and he thinks he's cool until he's like, what did you do? He's like, oh, I ate people. I'm a cannibal. Like, and it's a funny recurring character later that, like, they'd sort of do a Hannibal Lecter bit with him. That's funny. Because, yeah, it's like, and then Chris Rock, like, played, that's why I was like, ooh, on Empire, like, the second season, like, really one of the only good bits, because I, like, lost interest on that show that season. But, like, Chris Rock straight up did that. Because if you're a skinny dude like Chris Rock, you gotta eat somebody for a stay. But, yeah, they totally had this little one-off scene basically indicating he was a cannibal, and it was really cool. That's interesting. I'm like, that's worth watching on Empire. I'll check that out. Yeah. I've never seen Empire. Yeah. I don't watch very much TV because um, I work too much right now. Uh-huh. With Between comedy yeah. and doing the podcast and doing my day job, it's not happening. See? It makes me sad. One day, though, I wish I could be like that. Although now, new TV is back, so now I'm happy again. But over the summer, there was like, I had to, again, just watch random shit. I mean, I had to rewatch Eastbound and Down, Cougar Town, everything I do every year. I watch a lot of anime. Oh, anime. Yeah, yeah I'm, I've never been that into anime. I liked Cowboy Bebop, and I liked that Suko or whatever, the little... Uh, the little cat thing that oh, goes yeah, to Oh, yeah, Hatsuko. It's fucking yeah. weird. I was like, because it's like heavy metal. Yeah, you know? it's pretty fucking weird. And funny. it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. I know. I'm like, we've talked about everything. I think we got to. We got yeah. that we said. So, do you have any final thoughts as we wrap up here? Um, be nice to each other, people. Yeah, that's yeah. always a good one. Yeah, that's it. Cool. So, um, where can they keep up the conversation with you if they want well, to? Well, you can go, you can follow me on uh, Twitter. I believe is at Dorky Swallow. Instagram is at Ron Swallow. If you put Ron Swallow into any of the socials, I will show up. There's not a lot of other Ron Swallows. Yeah, just don't put that into Google because then yeah. you might get some porn. Yeah, Ron mm-hmm. Swallow. You'll probably get uh, if you put Ron Swallow. You'll probably get some weird like uh, like Harry Potter porn. <laughs> Like that was very specific. If yeah. you if you start as Ron Swallow, I've seen in it. no, I haven't started it, but I've seen no. it. Ron. Yeah, uh, you know, like sucking Harry Potter's dick, pretty much is uh, the big, uh, the the big fan, yeah. fanboy. Uh, what is that fanfic? That's uh, people are fan of that. So. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, as I say, like earlier, talking about um, the two sexiest men alive, roasting Trump, one being Seth MacFarlane. I oh, may have, I may have looked at the Family Guy and American Dad pornos. Not that funny, so I turned it off. All right, fair enough. I know, and they don't do the voice right, so it's like, guys, it's the voice that makes me into Brian. Yeah, yeah. That cartoon versions? Uh, No, they were people in, which is funny, though, famous porn star James Dean was Quagmire. Oh, really? Yeah. Giggity, giggity. (laughs) It was so bad. Hilarious. Like, because they don't, it would have been funnier if they did, like, a mock of the theme song. But they just do some really bad, like, theme. And you're like, really? Like, you could have done so much with the concept of a family guy porno. And I'm just admitting to watching porn, but whatever. It, you're knowing, a grown-ass woman. Knowing you can watch that, whatever you want. Yeah, that's me. But I'm like, and too, weird porn. But guys, if you know that the family guy and American dad pornos exist... Why would you not watch that? At least a little I'm gonna bit. I'm going to go watch that. Yeah, it's That's because I'm curious. Yeah, because that was me. That's like all the weird um, parody Triple yeah. X ones. Spider-Man. They have a Batman Joker. Robin. They have a Green Arrow one? Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm sure they do, but it's yeah. not your dude. I know. I'm thinking about. So. I was like, it's not, it wouldn't, like, but if you could get some, because I did see a guy, a friend of mine sent me 
the Shazam uh, porno guy. Like, uh, and my, he looks a it, lot like a... He did look a little bit, but I was like, no, nah, I'd rather have the real thing. Uh, but she did laugh. That, uh, like, she was like, hey, I saw this and thought of you. <laughs> Some porn <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you, you do know me well. It's Shazam porno parody. And the funny thing is, is they didn't go the direction they should have, which should have been Shazam and Captain Marvel, which was my comedy That's bit genius. at the Long Beach Comic Con. That's awesome. Um, but then I made some some inappropriate jokes and made a family leave. So Oops. I won. Nice. Good job. Because, yeah, I mean, if you're going to make a joke being as Captain Marvel about fucking Shazam, and that's how you got to keep the name, but you have to acknowledge the fact that Shazam is a little boy. Like, he really is Billy oh, Batson. Yeah, that's right. And so then, if you bang him, you're banging him. Yeah, and then, so you're like, oh, is Batman and Brian Singer the only guys that can hang out with a teenage boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a good joke. And that that, that was I, I actually I could really see enjoy why that some kids would be like, hmm. Well, here's I did Luke Skywalker, but uh, what I did was I did old Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. And then I did I took off my robe and had Yoda on, and then I did here's my imitation of me when I was younger, and then I just like oh man Leia's so hot. <sighs> I wish I could fuck Leia so bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, child molestation and incest are hilarious yeah. guys. Because a lot of my jokes are incest. Because my name's Lucretia after Lucretia Borgia. And I am from East Texas. So, like, I was either going to be a serial killer or fuck my brother or both. I mean, like, like she did. And um, so far, not so far. Yeah, I'm like, so far, not done any of those things. Thank God. But, you know, there's still time, folks. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. But the funny thing about Luke Skywalker and being old Luke Skywalker is me and my brother always joke that the reason that Kylo Ren is so upset is because Luke molested him. Like, ah! <laughs> and we're like, we're like, that scene was cut out God, of the last Jedi. that would be Jedi. hilarious. Like, like, <laughs> it turns out that he's been the bad guy the whole time. Yeah, like, that would have been, that was the thing. It's like, my brother's like, I would have rather Then Ray does take his hand. They, yeah. jo- they join forces. Yep, Bring. they're like, wait, Uncle Luke molested you? No, they become the Dexter of child molesters. Yeah. We have a whole new movie. We just fucking solved all the problems. That would have been way better than The Last Jedi. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, actually, now that we're talking about all this nerd yeah. stuff, that is my other I thing. Know. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. Nerd we go. were wrapping up, and then I went that direction. Which is totally understandable. Yeah, we should have gone that direction. Yeah, it's Porn is great. Yeah. Uh, no one should be judging. Guy. I'm going to go yeah. do that literally right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I apologize that you're now going to think. I'm not going to do anything while I'm watching it. Yeah. Like that. Anyways. So, uh, Nerd Go. It's the, you came on to talk about Constantine. Yeah. People come on and talk about their favorite fictional character of all time. I'm with Ed Greer from Screen Junkies, and our podcast is doing well, and it's fun. So, check it out. That's it. All right. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And if you live in the Los Angeles area, I will be in Burbank doing comedy October 5th. Saturday night, 9 p.m., or 9.30, that is, in the Yoohoo room. I actually have something else to promote. But, yeah. So, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm coming out of my range and I've been doing alright. Gotta, gotta be out because I wanna... See you next Tuesday. Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.